Everything's a question of my heart You got it It don't belong to anyone But you Good morning, good morning, good morning There's a question of my love You got it Baby, don't worry, I got plans for you Yeah, baby, I've been making plans Oh, love Welcome to B.O.B. No Stand the Energy Podcast. Say bye. This ain't really that. This ain't even that throwback. This, this that Wale situation. That's 2015, man. I had to play it. It was good, man. Listen, it's to make your plans for you. Yeah. <laughs> I could throw some throwbacks, but I had to play this joint. <laughs> this a vibe, oh. This a vibe. Preparing for that day, I leave you here, it's what you for them. It's hard, you know, temptation and all. Bitches out here trying to see if my relationship's strong. Get a place in the chart, so run away from your heart. Gave this music my all, nothing is sacred no more. I'm wrong. Uh, I'm promising you better, though. Uh, TV, I know this throwback right here. Saying, I know, I know, uh, I know Byron gonna know this joint. It's dead real. Yo, why is Jada kiss as hard as it gets? Why is the industry designed to keep the artists Man, in debt? Fight. And why them dudes ain't riding if they party your set? And why they never get it popping but they party to death? Yeah, and why they gonna give you life for a murder? Turn around, only give you eight months for a burner. It's going down, why they selling niggas CDs for under a dime? And if it's all love, daddy, why you come with your nine? Why my niggas ain't get that cake? Why is a brother up north better than Jordan that ain't get that break? Why you ain't stacking? Instead of trying to be fly, why is ratting at an all time high? Why are you even that prime time J to kiss right there? Popping Chris, why at the bar you don't take straight shots instead of popping Chris? Why them bullets have to hit that door? Why did Kobe have to hit that raw? Why he kissed that whore? Why? Why you around them cowards? Why Leah have to take that flight? You know this joint right here. Let me see a one in the chat if you know this right here. Why they gotta open your package and read your mail? Why they stop letting niggas get degrees in jail? Why you gotta do 85% of your time? And why do niggas lie in 85% of their rhymes? Why a nigga always want what he can't have? Why I can't come through when the pecan jack? Why they crack have to hit so hard, even though it's almost over? Why niggas can't get no jobs? Why they come up with the witness protection? Why they let the Terminator win the election? Come on, pay attention. Why selling the stones what you can sell in the streets? Why I say the hottest shit but be selling the least? Why?
Denzel have to be crooked before he took it? Why they didn't make the CL6 with a clutch? And if you don't smoke, then why the hell you reaching for my Dutch? Why rap? Cause I need airtime. Why be on the curb with a wild lie? I need a bear sign. Why all the young niggas is dying? Cause they moms at work, they pops is gone, they living with iron. Why they ain't give us a cure for AIDS? Why my diesel have fiends in the spot on the floor for days? Why you screaming like it's a slog? It's only the hawk. Why my buzz in LA ain't like it is in New York? Why they forcing you to be hard? Why ain't you a thug my choice? Why the whole world love my voice? Why I try to tell them that it's the flow, son? And you know why they made the new 20s? Cause I got all the old ones. That's why. That's a whole classic right there. Yes, sir. What you, what you know about that, Byron? I know that's your vibe right there. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I love that Jadakiss. You know what I'm saying? That boy be having them lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Spit that whole song. Hamilton in the background for me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. It ain't the Jadakiss right for you. <laughs> I mean, Jadakiss cool, but Anthony delivered. Said the song was good, but I liked the little parts when Anthony was there. <laughs> Hilarious. That's a good connection. That's a good little vibe. Anthony and Jay to kiss, man. See, a lot of people know that song. I see y'all, man. I see y'all. I had to play some rap. I know I usually play the R and B, but you know what I'm saying. I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like DJ O just needs to do like a whole set. <laughs> I had to switch it up, man. I got some joints though, you know, I got some joints. I see you. Oh, I see you. Yeah. All right, y'all. My flight's about to take off. I had to come say, hey, y'all. Get y'all morning started with some love and some energy. Have the most amazing day. And B.O.B., I'll see y'all soon. Yes, yes man. Indeed. Safe travels. Safe travels. Safe travels. We'll see you in a minute. Yeah. How y'all feeling this morning, Byron? What's going on? Dallas, how y'all feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, bro. You I'm know, feeling good. I'm feeling yes, good, man. I'm, you know, I'm trying to learn something today. Oh. Okay, we're gonna see. We're gonna we're gonna teach something today, man. <laughs> how about you, Dallas? Man, I'm feeling pretty good, man. Let me get this uh line of death off of here. Hey, um, yeah, man, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, everything is well. Bible study was good last night. Pastor it was. Anthony Johnson. Yeah, it was awesome. Came stuff. in and delivered. Man, uh, so yeah, man, I'm real good. How about you? Oh, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. I ain't sleep too long last night, but you know, it's pretty Me. normal. About four hours, you know. Yeah, man, I'm doing good, though, man. Some big things get coming, it, so it. I'm excited every day, man, just to be up and breathe. I love it. Yeah, man. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, O'Neill, my name is O'Neill, real estate investor, entrepreneur out of Lafayette, Louisiana. Been in real estate since 2016. Replaced a six figure job by using creative finance and leveraging my credit. 2020. I'm a full-time entrepreneur building businesses around the real estate space. And I'm also about to start this build a rent thing. Got some properties on the contract ready to close. I'm excited about that. And I'm just trying to grow every day. What's going on, Byron? Yeah, man. Same here, man. Real estate entrepreneur out of Houston, Texas, primarily focused on the wholesale space. Also do creative finance, fix and flip, and new construction, new to the build to rent space as well. Um, you know, so um, I'm excited about that. You know, it's funny. I had my architect, oh, yesterday looking at, you know, a couple properties. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited, man, to go ahead and uh, get them sticks in the aisle, man. We're going to get them sticks in the aisle, man. You know, excited. and, 
Yeah, man. You know, because, um, you know, I got this, uh, I, I definitely want to do this, uh, this independent living situation in, in, in the property that I'm, that I'm, um, building right now. I'm finna just tear the whole bitch down. Oh. So, so yeah, what you gonna, you gonna tear it down? Yeah, man, I'm tearing that whole bitch down, bro. That shit, yeah, man, it's ridiculous. I think, I think we should talk about it, man, so the people can know. I think, you know, we can hear Joanna opinion. She's been in the game a minute. Hear Sawana yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, get some, some good conversation, you know? Yeah. We, can, we can bring it back after the prayer. What you think? Man, let's talk about it. Because, you know, that really ties into what we're talking about anyway, so I think we should talk about it. Absolutely. God, Dallas, what we got, man? How you feeling? Hey, man. Hey, man. I can't complain, man. I got a little something old school, man. man let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. You, you, know, you the know. full package, man. You come with your own stuff. I love it, man. <laughs> man, I just be trying to help out, man. You know, I'm, I'm a giver. You know what I'm saying? But this old school right here, man, I just want to put a brand new, brand new flavor in your ear. Okay. Y'all don't know nothing about that Craig, Look, man. man. Ooh. I don't know nothing about that. He's like Brooklyn. Oh. <laughs> Brand new flavor in your ear. Good morning. Good morning. And good morning to you, too. You're listening to Business Over Breakfast Morning Show and the No Stingy Energy Podcast, a.k.a. the place to be where we discuss fresh perspectives on relationships, health, wealth, economics, and entrepreneurship for free on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from 6 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And that's what we call no stingy energy. It's edutainment. Let's go. B.O.B., stand up. I need you to mash on that green mansion at the top of your screen so that you can be kept abreast and in the know of all things B.O.B. And while you're at it, I need you to share the room. I need you to click on that Square at the bottom of your screen. I need you to do that. And if you could do it for me, please do it now. And as you're pressing that, I need you to share it in the clubhouse hallways. I need you to also share it in, on all of your social media. I need you to also share it by pinging others from boring rooms. And I also need you to share it by texting the word out. I have no clue what hit over here. But nevertheless, we're going to keep it moving. There we go. There we go. For every nugget that's being dropped, for every gem that you hear and it makes your eyes buckle, please press on the scissors. The scissors will record the last 30 seconds of whatever has been said and shared. And then you can share those items on your socials as well. Screenshot the stage. Submit your pics on your socials. Tag as many people on this digital stage as you can and you just might get a reshare. It is your boy at Dallas Filter. You can reach me there on all of my social media. Today is Thursday, August the 18th, 2022. Get it how you live. Happy birthday to all of my August people. This is a day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We are about to start a fire. Get your writing utensils of choice. We're about to talk about how does business credit help your business. It's about to be on and popping in this building. Make sure you pray for and follow each and every person that's on this digital verbal stage as well as on their socials. And I don't know about y'all, but when it comes to these clubhouse streets it's the b-o-b for me let's go let's do what we came to do and that is to pray let's talk to the father and watch him work and remember this if god don't do nothing else for you 
He's already done enough. Let us pray. Today, God, we bless you this morning, oh God, for waking us up this morning and closing us in our right minds. We pray right now, God, that we be able to hear your voice beyond all of the distractions that will happen on today. Today, God, speak to our hearts. Remove us from misery, strife, and doubt. This morning, God, we ask that you allow us to be put in a place where we can isolate ourselves to become better than we were yesterday, better than we've ever been before in our lives and for those under the sound of my voice can we give God a visible praise of thanks by putting T Y J in the chat which means thank you Jesus signifying your love and your thankfulness towards him and it is so and it is in the mighty unmatched name of Jesus we pray and the B.O.B. church shout it out Amen. Y'all have a powerful, purposeful, and productive day in the Lord. Hallelujah. Back to you, DJ. Oh. All right, all right, all right. So this is what I got to say, man. This has been on my mind. So what we need to do is everybody in the chat put where they're from, city and state, and let us know what you do. So if you're an entrepreneur, put, you know, from Lafayette, Louisiana, entrepreneur. Because we need to leverage the rooms that we're in. As entrepreneurs, we need to leverage the rooms we're in and network. Because a lot of people go to events, don't talk to nobody, don't let people know what they do. How are we going to grow if nobody knows what we're doing? So leverage the chat. Put where you're from. Let people know what you do. If you're a teacher, put a teacher. If you're an investor, put an investor. If you, you know, you're real estate, put real estate. We got to start networking with each other while we're in the rooms. Leverage the rooms so we can all grow together. I like that, though. I like that. Yeah, man. That's we, good stuff. We just being here chilling, right man. We not letting, you know, we not connecting yeah, like man, we're supposed you, to. You may man. need to be jumping in a DM that you're Yeah, about, your next bro. business partner might, might be in here, man. You yeah. could be looking for a lender. You could been looking for a lender for the last three weeks. You can't find one, but they have one in the Ooh. B.O.B. room next Ooh. to you the whole time. Ooh. Right? You could be looking for somebody to build your website. Could have had somebody in here the whole time. You just didn't even know because you didn't open your mouth and let people know what you was looking for. Make sure you your leverage where y'all at, leverage the rooms y'all in. I think we should get some shares for that. What y'all feel, man? How y'all think about it? Absolutely. I think we, I think we need some shares for that. We need some shares for that. We need some shares for that. Let's get them up. Get them up. So let's get back yeah. to the story, man. So so we're talking about business credit. Uh, how does business credit help your business? All right? For the people that don't know, business credit is leveraging your personal credit to get credit for your business, and it does not show up on your personal credit. So just like a regular credit card you have for your personal business, let's just say you max it out, it tanks your credit score. If you get business credit, you can max it out. It will not hurt your personal score. So that's why we leverage business credit to help our business. So um, I've been in business credit since 2017. Now, a lot of people, if you have poor credit, a lot of people say, I just want to build business credit on my EIN. That is called corporate credit. So you're using your corporate EIN to build credit. So we're talking about business credit. We could touch on both uh, as we speak. But Byron, let's get back to that story, man, because I know uh, you talking to Malachi, you probably going to be using business credit. So let's talk about that real quick, the project you got going on. I think we should hear a few people's opinion, man. Yeah, absolutely. So in this particular project, um, I'm probably not going to be using business credit. Well, I, well, technically, because I, owe, um, I own the property and uh, the ARV on it is about, you know, maybe about 150, 175 as is. 
So, and I only owe like 30 something thousand on, on the property. Um, so on this one, I'm probably not going to be using business credit because it's already enough equity in the property to pull something out to be able to start the build. So, um, so before you, know, you get too far, I got a question for the people that's on here. If we, I don't know if we got any lenders or anything. Uh, how does it work if he still owns a, owes money on the project on the property? Could he knock it down, or he have to pay it off first? How that work? Cause I, I need to know for myself. Do you know how that work, Brian? Well, I can tell you what they told me. That's all I can tell what you. They say? So you can get a home like like you can get uh, pull money out of the property to do a re yeah to do like a rehab. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's that's what that's what I'm doing. So basically, so basically, you'll get the line of credit to knock it down and restart. Exactly, but they ain't gonna give me everything. They'll just give me a certain little portion, and then what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna take it and, and, and you know and do what I need to do. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, now I know you have another project, Waverly. Do y'all plan on using business credit for that? We, you know what? Honestly, with this one, we probably just we got the cash to do it. So, um, so why you use cash if you got the credit? If you can leverage the credit, well, because you really only need a certain amount of cash to kind of do the new construction. So, mm-hmm. the way it work is for us. This is where it's working for us. So, let's say, for instance, when you do the 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 first the, the most expensive part of the new bill, you know what I'm saying, and it's just for you know from from me doing doing this before, is your um you, you know your slab, your you know your framing right, um you know your driveway stuff like that right. So after you've done those things right, you Everything basically you take cheap. yeah you, yeah they just give you that money back and you just kind of recycle that money back, you know throughout the entire project. And so, like, let's say, for instance, I go ahead and pay for my slab, right? Right? I'm going to pay for my slab um, or pay for my my my, uh, my framing, right? That may be, I don't know, if anywhere from 15, maybe even 18 grand, right? Mm-hmm. Soon as it's finished, right, I'm going to send that, I'm going to go back to the bank and be like, hey, look. Um, framing done. Framing done. You understand no what I'm back. saying? Come send, yeah, come send an inspector out, Right. They're going to charge me like anywhere from 150 to about 250 to send an inspector out. They're going to inspect what I've done once I get the green light, right? And what I like to do, oh, is I'm going to have the city come out and I'm going to have the, the bank come out. They inspect us to come out and I'm going to have the city come put that green tag on that sun gun. Once they see that green tag, bro, they done. You know what I'm saying? Like the inspector just going to like, they're going to okay that and they're going to give me my money back. But the key to it, oh, well, I think business credit would help in a situation like this is it's going to help you save on it's going to help you save on those inspection fees. Because every time that an inspector come out, you got to pay them anywhere from about a hundred and fifty. Well, here in Texas, I don't know about other states. It may be completely different in other states. hundred to two fifty. Yeah, about a hundred and two fifty. They're going to come out. The bank going to come out. They send an inspector and they're going to inspect the work. Now, if you could do more work, right? Right. Then you going to basically. So, so let's say, for instance, if I, if, you know, if I got 30 grand that I'm working with per per structure. Right. Um, if I got if I got, you know, 50 or 60 grand per structure to work with, then ain't no sense in me calling no inspector till I'm about 50 or 60 grand in. And then, you know, that mean that may be the the roof. That may be the roofing, the the the, the uh, the, uh, the shit, the, um, the framing. 
all of those things, the, you know, the, the, the foundation, all of those things at one time. And then I call inspector I, and then they inspect and then I can get a big check. Right. And then what's so dope about it. And this is just what I've done before. And I've also uh, learned that this is the way to do it. I was already kind of doing it on my own, but I learned from Malachi that that's just what it is. I'm going to always overly kind of inflate what, what the numbers is. So let's say, for instance, yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. So like if, if, if I'm paying, if I'm paying 15,000 for my framing, I'm going to tell them I'm paying 19 or 20. You feel me? So I'm going to get that little extra five bands back throughout the project. And you got to understand, Oh, at, you know, after I'm done with them big things, bro, you talking about five thousand for the for the uh you know five six thousand for the sheetrock? Sheet yeah, rock. the flooring Dang. is about five six thousand. The paint maybe about three or four thousand. You talk, you know what I mean? And and it's so cheap from that point on. And you can literally call an inspection every single time you get one of those, right? But you know, of course, I wouldn't do that. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pile it up, right? And I'm gonna get all of these things done. And I'm gonna have the city come out green tag it, right? And then once I get that green tag situation. Then I'm gonna um, call them to come in and give me a big check. So you, you know try to do like a... three things first before you exactly. call for the inspection. And so exactly the four things that you're gonna do, let's just say it's the driveways, the framing, and it's the electrical. So you use. So I may not do the driveway though, because the driveway yeah, yeah, you do the foundation. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So you do the foundation. You probably run the. You do the framing and maybe put the roof on. Exactly. And you you use your cash up front to do that. So you can get it. I use the cash up front to do that. And I may even do my rough plumbing. I may even do my rough plumbing. Like if they got to dig outside, you know, and, and run them lines, run my run my gas lines, all them different lines, I may do all of that. Okay. So basically what you, okay, let's just say what you just said is about, let's just say it's 22000 So you'd rather use 22000 in cash instead of No, nah, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't rather. So I why not rather. use the business credit for that so you don't have to touch your cash? That's, that's a smart play. That's a smart play. But in, on these particular deals, these particular deals, it's just, it's just we already kind of got those things set up in a way that we don't have to do that. That's just, that's just, that's just the situation that it's in. So let's say, for instance, uh, the one I'm doing with Waverly, that's a partnership, right? That's a partnership. We already mm-hmm. got the bread, right? It's me, Brian, and Y'all got, cool. the, y'all got the money to float it. Yeah, we got the money to float it. So it's like, okay, why, what, you know, it's just... And it's a partnership. Now, if it was just me, right, like on my uh, on my Keelan deal, right, I had a credit to run that play. You understand what I'm saying? But it's like it just depends on it. Just depends on what what you know. It, you know, it just depends on the play. You know. And then what's so another thing too? Oh, you gotta understand on a lot of these deals, my contractors they be using their credit, so. They they front me a lot of this stuff anyway. So, so, the, so the contractor buying the materials then? Like, nah, they don't buy like the framing. They won't buy, they the, buy framing. Like the plumbing stuff because you're not. Yeah, about to go but in they the they yet. definitely not. I'm definitely not paying them for the work. I'm not paying them for the work, right? So let's say even out of that, let's say if I'm just if I'm doing the I'm just getting the material for this stuff. I ain't paying for the work until after it's inspected. You got to be green tag before you get. Your got to be green tag before I pay pay you a dime. Especially on all, oh, that's pretty much on everything. That's that's the whole project. That's supposed to be, yeah. And then even on some of the the stuff like the uh, the sheetrock, different things like that. Man, those guys they get their own stuff, right? They get their own stuff, and I don't pay them until after the fact anyway. 
gotcha. to after they get ins- inspected. So in in some in essence, sometimes it just kind of depends on on the trade, right? And it depends on the sub. Like they gonna have their own stuff, and they already know the game. It's like we ain't look. I ain't doing nothing until after you know after this stuff get get uh, green tag. Period. Love it, man. I love it. I just needed to hit a story, man. I just needed to hit a story so our business credit could help in that situation. So, Dr. Brian, are you there right now? I am, man. Can you hear me clearly? Yes, sir. On? Yes, sir. How how you feel about this situation with this 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 Byron story, man? <laughs> no, I, I definitely hear it, and I hear where you're leaning into. On yeah, let's let's like, let's do a live scenario so the people can hear. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, what would your recommendations one, be? Yeah, scenario one, for if I'm taking O'Neill's side, would be, okay, depends on who you're paying and how you're using it. So O'Neill went into business credit. Um, that also depends on what product you're using. So are you using a line? Are you using a loan? Are you using a credit card? So depending on how they can take that particular product, then it might benefit to use the business credit. Now, if I take Byron's side and say, well, it's going to cost me money because where I'm going to be using that product is actually going to cost me a little extra money. So if I've got the cash and it doesn't hurt my pockets, then I'd rather just use the cash because O'Neill and everyone, if you know, some of these particular places that you use a line of credit or a loan or a credit card, it's going to cost you a transaction fee and you have to do the math. So if it's going to cost you a couple, you know, a couple extra hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, whatever it is doesn't to transact, it doesn't make sense, right? So it's matching the product with how you're going to use that particular, you know, uh, in that deal. So I can see both sides. It just depends. I like it. I like it. So I wanted to do that because there's two different ways to do things. Does it make sense to use business credit all the time, or does it not? Because I don't think everybody does, you know, do the math, do the numbers. They just say, hey, you know, my credit good. I got business credit. I'm going to just use it anyway. But you have to realize I'm paying more money to use the business credit than I'm actually gaining. Now, you also got to look at what kind of product you're using. Like Brian said, if you're using a line of credit, are you using business credit, like business credit cards, or are you using a, um, a different type of credit? I don't know. I know they got a different type. So you got to look at what's the benefits of it, how much does it cost, so if you're using a business credit card, if I use, um, let's just say, an Amex or whatever, how many points am I actually getting? How much cash back am I getting if I'm using a different card? Does it make sense for me to use this product? Because I don't think people actually do the numbers and the math to, to do it. You think people do that, Brian? Oh, not at all. Go ahead. Go ahead, Byron. I'm sorry. No, nah, I'm, I'm not. He was talking to you. I thought, you know what I'm saying? I, I was, I, I thought he was talking to me. You know, Brian, Byron, I <laughs> yeah, respond yeah, yeah, to close. both. Yeah, close. Yeah, close. I respond I to both. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, so Brian, uh, Byron, did you, oh, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. My bad. Before I go ahead. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, I'll kind of explain really quick. So, just say he used a credit card, right? And just say the contractor that he wanted to use a credit card, just say he's like, hey, buy all the materials on my credit card. Well, using a particular type of credit card at a particular place, give you an example. Um, you can go, some of you have heard this before, you can go to an office supply store and buy all the Lowe's gift cards and whatnot on a Chase Business Inc. cash. That'll give you five times points or 5% back at the office supply store and then give your contractor that Lowe's gift card or Home Depot gift card. 
So now you've got all the points on a 0% interest business credit card, which that, that ink cash is, you can protect that cash. And then they're using the, the form of payment that they need to go get all the materials. That's just one instance. If, you know, so I'll give that example uh, to start it off. I think that's that a beautiful you. play right there, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So the second one would, if you be, if you use an Amex, uh, Amex is not good everywhere. So if you used an Amex and just say you're using an Amex business platinum, um, use an Amex business platinum. If you pay over $5,000, you get 1.5 uh, points back uh, on your purchase. You also get purchase protection. But if you use that business platinum and the contractor or whoever you're paying is going to charge a transaction fee, just say it's two point, excuse me, 2.5 or 2.8. Uh, just say even you use an intermediary. Uh, for some people, if you know about uh, Plastique or Milio, you can use a credit card and then it uh, gives the form of payment out to the person that you want. So it'll pay them ACH, it'll pay them out of check, but there's a transaction fee in the middle. So to O'Neill's point, yeah, you're going to get the points, but that 2.5 transaction fee is going to wash out the points anyway. So you start to do the math. It's like, yeah, I got some points, but it didn't make any sense. Right. So it's either protecting the cash, getting the points, uh, or just using the cash outright. Another thing I wanted to add to that too, oh, um, it, 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 let's say for instance, that all of that, the money that, that we spent on the framing, let's say on the, uh, the foundation on the roof. Right. So the roof, I'm not going to put up no money. Right. So my, my, my contractor coming in, he doing that whole roof with me not putting a dime in. So the contractor that's doing the roof, he bringing the material and the labor. You're not putting a dollar down. I ain't putting a dime in. Right. Uh, the labor for the framing. I'm not putting a dime in that. Uh, so the framer getting the two by fours, two by sixes, all that. himself. No. So the framer, the, I'm, I'm not paying for the labor. Gotcha, I will gotcha. pay for. The, the, the lumber, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just a big hit, right? I'm going to pay for the lumber. Yeah, I'm going to pay for the lumber package, but the, uh, uh, and the, the cement, I'm going to pay for the cement, but I'm not going to pay for the labor. Gotcha. So let's say, for instance, let's say, for instance, on that first, uh, on so that you, first go round. So you huh? fronting the material. I'm fronting the material on the You're big stuff. You're not paying stuff. the labor until you get a green tag. Until I get a green tag. All right. So I'm even hoping though, that's making sense for everybody here because a lot of people be like, have down up front. Fuck all that. Yeah, I ain't paying a dime. Because what what happens if they if I don't get if I get a red tag? Now I gotta they call you back. back out. They ain't coming yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I am only paying for green tags, bro. Yeah. So how do, how does that conversation go uh with the contractors? Cause I know we have some people here that's interested in rehabs. We got people interested in new bills. We just got people interested in real estate in general. And a lot of newbies usually get burned. By contractors, because contractors know if you knew, they can tell by your conversation they know. what you're doing. You're not gonna get that deal off top. I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna get that deal off top, right? Because for one, bro, this is what I've learned. Even with contractors, I've learned how to lead people, right? You gotta understand, and I, and I have history of doing that. Like I've worked, I've, I've been a head administrator over an entire hospital, so I've learned those skills over time, how to negotiate. With people that work for me, right? I know how to I know how to negotiate good terms with people that work for. I know how to do it. It's a skill set that a lot of people take for granted. Um, also, I, I have my own company with my own employees. I know how to maximize like opportunities out of people. So that's number one. Number two was 
I just got around other contractors. I mean, not other contracts, but other builders and different people who've done that kind of stuff. And I've learned that that's what they've done. Right. So once I realized that it's possible, I'm like, yo, okay, well, shit, why can't it be possible for me? So I was just like, after I, after I kind of heard from multiple different people who did it that way, I was like, okay, I ain't doing it the other way no more, period. So um, now I'm just like, yeah, anytime I'm in a situation where I can leverage that contractor's, uh, uh, you know, you know, work and, and materials in some cases. Cause like my, on my, um, like I'll pay for my, my rough end plumbing, but I'm not paying for my, um, my finishes, like all of the toilets, the, the, I ain't paying for none of that Bathroom up front. fixtures. Bathroom fixtures. I ain't paying for none of that up front. So you just you let know them I mean? know you want basic and they just go get it. And they going to go get it. You understand what I'm saying? And then, you know, and then I'm going to pay them after I get the green tag. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it. Man. I love it. So we got Derek in the building, man. We got Derek in the building with independent living facilities, man. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Great conversation today, man. Just hanging out. We was talking about you before, we was talking about that before you walked in here, man. But um, let's get back to this business credit piece. So, um, you know, we're talking right now the fees and the, ex- the expenses. Yo, Jay. <laughs> Hold on, who we got? Who we got? All right. So we're talking about the fees and expenses of, of using the money. So don't get me wrong. If you don't have enough money to do the project, by all means, pay the fees. It's just the cost of doing business. So how do you feel about that, Dr. Brian, if your, your credit is where it needs to be? You got business credit. Let's just say you got 30000 business credit. You may have 10000 in the bank, and you're trying to run a play on a project. The fees, yeah. you know, you got to pay the fees to do the project, to get it done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have a return on investment timeline. Yeah, if everything say, makes I, sense, the numbers yeah, make sense. Yeah, everything makes sense. I would, I would pay the fee. Yeah, it's the cost of doing business because a lot of people may have the business credit, got the 10000 in the bank. They'd rather keep floating the 10000 instead of using the credit card. That's what I'm getting to. And it, it may not make sense because that's all the money you have. And as an investor, you need to be as liquid as possible because shit fuck up all the time. And if you don't have enough money, cash money, to fix the problem, then that's how people start to lose money in real estate because then... You got to hustle to go get some money or you got to use somebody else to borrow money and then that's when all the shit break, you know, go to hell. So the cost of doing business using business credit cards, it makes sense if you don't have enough liquid capital, like what, what Byron was talking about. You got to use what you got, what you lever- you got to leverage what you have. So when I first got in real estate in 2017, I was doing a project and I was using business credit to, to use my uh to fund my my project, to pay my contracts, et cetera. And it worked for me. And I did, in 2017, I did two projects with it. One project, it worked. One, it didn't because the project went way longer than expected. So then the interest rates, the interest fees started hitting. So I had to start paying way more than $100, $120 bill. So if I didn't have enough liquid capital to pay those cards, my business could have went bankrupt. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So you got to look at it at all different angles. You got to always do everything worst case scenario. So if my interest, if my zero interest run out, how much is my payment going to be? And do I have enough money to pay for that? Because I wasn't expecting that, but I was prepared for it at the same time. So when you're doing any deal, any business transaction, always think about the worst case scenario and am I set up for that? To make this deal happen. 
if all else fails, if this project's supposed to be three months, what happened if this project go a year and a half? Because you never know. It could be the city holding you up. It could be you waiting on some windows. It could be a, a lot of different things. So I'm just letting you know, be prepared for the worst case scenario. So let's see what we got. So talk to us about some business credit, Brian. How does business credit help to your business or um, how did it not help your business? Because I want to hear some good stories, some bad stories, some true stories. Because I just told y'all a bad story that happened to me, but I was prepared for the situation. Talk to us about business credit, Dr. Brian. First of all, good morning, everybody. Uh, how you doing, O'Neal? Man, I'm doing great, man. We happy <laughs> to see you here, man. I notice every time we got this credit, business credit, you just pop up, man. I appreciate that, man. Nah, we it even shouldn't have be like that, man. Nah, it shouldn't even be like that, man. I'm always coming to support when I can. So there's no uh, incentive just coming in these rooms. All the other rooms bring value too, brother. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. We definitely appreciate you being here, though. Yeah, of course. Of course. So... I think the confusion gets a lot of times, as you explained it correctly, is the the business credit versus corporate credit. Uh, You'll hear a lot of different versions of those things. And the first big thing is understanding that it has changed over the years. So anyone that we respect in this space is changing the way that they talk about it, meaning that you need to have your personal credit in order. That's just point blank period. It does not mean that you will always have to use it. But what we see a lot of times, uh, I see it in comments on IGs, uh, you know, people getting frustrated because they said, I got denied from my MX business card because they pulled my personal credit. Well, yeah, they, they are. Um, so leaning into corporate credit, typically any small business is going to be uh, from any financial institution underneath about four to five million dollars. So getting into corporate credit where your entity is no longer going to be required to pull your personal credit is going to be above about that four to five million mark. You're also going to look at cash flow, years in business, those types of things. So if you're getting frustrated because they're pulling your personal credit, we need to get the money up, right? We need to actually operate a legitimate business above that mark, right? So the next thing is understanding the products. So are you going to use a business credit card, a line of credit, or a loan? So what we hear a lot, especially with uh, people of color, especially in this space, is understanding when you go into a bank, you don't just say, I'm going to just, I just want to apply for credit or I just want to apply for a loan because you have to know what product you need, like we were talking about with Byron, to match with the deal that you're doing. Most people don't need a loan. That's why credit cards are being talked about so much is because a loan, you're expected to be paid back in full right, over the duration of the term of the loan. And you're charged interest the moment that you open up a loan. So if you need $10,000 to get a deal done and they'll take a credit card, a 0% interest business credit card is going to be the best option on the table, right? A line of credit, that is where you might have uh, the ability to use cash uh, or you need a cash equivalent and they can't take credit card, but you only pay interest on the amount used. So if you have $20,000 of line of credit, you only use $10,000. You're only taxed on the $10,000. Credit card, the benefit of that is because you're not only getting something back in cash, points, airline miles, hotel points, but you're also getting this power of 0% interest for 7, 9, or 12 months. So that's why I always tell people if you can use a credit card and you can get the deal done in less than a year, a business credit card is probably going to be the best option for most, right? Another barrier is going to be the amount of money that you need. So know how much you need. So if you come to the table 
and you're like, I need 60 grand uh, in two weeks. And you don't have established business. You don't have the right personal cards on your file with high enough limits. Then typically what you're going to find is that you're going to start getting low limit business credit cards. So then you're frustrated again. Right. So for a lot of us in this space that are doing this, um, you'll see us having the business platinums with $60,000, $100,000 spending powers, things like that is because we've shown that behavior. We spent five, 10, 15, 20, we put $30,000 on a uh, American Express business platinum or business gold. So the institution is going to be like, hey, we see you. I'll pause right there, Nate. Were you going to say something? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say so. Uh... You said about the business platinum. So you got to make sure you, if you spend that, let's just say, in, I know when you first get the card, what they monitor for the first three weeks or something like that? Yeah, first so, three weeks, they're going to monitor. So it's important, as soon as you get the card, I'll say spend as much money as you can on it. But you also have to make sure you pay it back. Because for the platinum, you got to pay it back in 30 days or 60. I think it's 30, right? Right now, it's still 0% interest for 12 months. So that is one of the most powerful cards, especially for a lot of real estate investors, um, that it has 0% for 12 months right now. For the Platinum? Amex? Yeah, this is, this is Platinum. Mm -hmm. So like I said, when you first get the card, they're monitoring the first three weeks of how you spend money. So you have yeah. the money to pay it back. I would say put as much money as you can on the Amex because then that's how you see the limits of 60000 70000 100000 So right, right when you first get the card, don't be buying... Don't get gas for $60 for the first three weeks because it's not really no money. So the second and third month, you're trying to use the Amex. Hey, you about to do a construction project. The lumber package may be 30000 Nine times out of ten, they won't even give it to you. Or they go shoot, shoot you a text asking if it's you, things like that, because you went from spending $60 a week on gas to now you're trying to purchase a $30,000 product. It don't make sense. Am I saying that correctly, Brian? Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, to first of all, using the right card for the right thing, too. I think many people, we, we use business credit, but then there's not the extra on how, what card does what. It's just, I've got a business credit card, I'm going to swipe it for everything, right? And we've known this before, and when you swipe a business platinum, that is the worst daily spending card you can use for anything. It's a great spending card for investments. So I would use that card if you need purchase protection, if you've got really high spend, just say you got four or five, six thousand dollars or whatnot, but there are better cars to use for daily business spend versus just having a business platinum for everything. Exactly. So they got better cars for gas stations, better cars for groceries, they got better cars for buying expensive things. So make sure you you um you making sure it makes sense for you. A website you can use is U.S. Credit Card Guide. You can read what the cards do, the benefits, the bonus points they give you. If you spend a certain amount in two, three months, they give you 60,000 points or whatever. So make sure you're reading and doing the research for your applying. I know a lot of people just apply and they see somebody on Instagram just got approved for a card or YouTube and they just go ahead and apply for it. Make sure you do the, the proper education before you just apply for stuff because you could be applying for a card that, that gives you no benefit. Yeah, I want to tap in really quick if it's okay on there. I'll yeah, pass it back to you, brother. Um, the biggest thing is understanding there's a couple of things that if you've been in this space before, you've heard it either from myself or Neil, Los, 
uh, Uncle Don, whoever's in this space, Owen, um, when you get a credit card offer in the mail, it does not mean it's right for you. We say that there's no such thing as a pre-approval. It's a nice gesture, but there's no such thing as a pre-approval. It's a marketing tactic. So if you get a business platinum in the mail, you're like, ooh, that's mine. I, I, I need to go and apply for that. They're, they're targeting me. Well, I get targeted for a business platinum every day, and I have three of them. So what is that telling you? That's telling you that they're putting it out there for you to bite. It does not mean it's the best option for you. Line of credit and loan, same thing. If you don't know what you're going to use it for and you're getting marketed to, please be mindful that you have to match the numbers and take the emotion out of it just to hold a piece of metal or hold a piece of plastic or get a $30,000 line and you've got no plan for that line, right? You're just holding the bag. It's costing you money. Now it's a liability instead of an asset because you're holding on to the bag for three months with no plan. So please be mindful when you're getting these offers in the mail that they are right for you. And you got to repeat that last part. People just be getting a bag with no plan and no opportunity. They just said, look, I got a credit card for 30K. Ain't got nothing to do with it. Whole problem. <laughs> you down there worse off, oh. Yeah, because you wasting interest, interest-free time. So <laughs> you got a credit card for 30K and they're just sitting there. That don't make no sense. So make sure, man, if you're applying for these cards, do your research. Make sure the card benefits you. Make sure you're using it to your advantage. Don't just be getting stuff just to get it, man. Uh, make sure you use it for the right time. So let's talk about it some more. Who actually got some experience with business credit on this on the stage, man? It's popcorn. Anybody can speak. Let's talk about it. Yo, what you got? I what got you? business. I got business credit experience. Let's hear it, Sawan. You guys already, you guys already ran the place that I do. I only use my. Uh, we need your experience though. How you used it? Let's let's hear it. <laughs> so I, uh, uh, you know, guys, most of the time I'm using private money to fund my deals. You know, um, um, but if I'm doing something creative, um, I'll still, you know, I'll still be using private money or like lease option fee money. Um, but I'll just use my I'll just use my uh, my Amex in uh, uh, in front of that, so that way I collect my points on the back end. So um, I do use my uh, I do use my um, I do use my platinum for uh, uh, for marketing as well. So uh, I really should be using the gold for marketing. It would be better. Uh, but right now I'm using the uh, right now I'm using the platinum for marketing too. But yeah, just I just float my uh, I just float my rehab money. Um, I just float my rehab money because typically I'm running. You know, typically I'm running like two or three rehabs at the same time. And right now I got the apartment complex, so it's really coming in handy. But, um, you know, nothing cra- nothing crazy. You guys already ran the play. Um, I, you know, I'm getting the money already, so may as well just run it on my credit card so I can go ahead and pay it off and, and smash out the uh, mm-hmm. smash out the points. So, so what card are you using for your marketing and what card are you using for your real estate projects? Honestly, I, I just got into business credit listening to y'all and Los last year. So uh, what I have right now is the Home Depot business credit card um, that I use for some materials. I got the uh, Lowe's business credit card that I use for materials, and then I have the Platinum um, uh, business card as well. So what I uh, what I'm looking at right now is getting the gold, so I can change so I can change up from using my Platinum with the marketing because just looking at just looking at the uh, just looking at the card benefits, 
it doesn't benefit me a lot. Well, like first I was looking at my score. I was looking at my, my points. So inside of the dashboard, you can see which transaction give you the most points. And so I was looking at the platinum. A lot of my travel and, and gas and stuff give me the most points on my platinum, but my marketing expense, which is big, you know, I typically spend five to, you know, five to $7,000 a month on marketing for my real estate company. And that doesn't really get a lot of points on my platinum. So I, um, looking at the looking at the benefits of the gold, it looks like that'll be better for me. I haven't gotten it yet, um, but those are the three cards that I'm running right now. So Brian, what would your suggestion be for Sawan? I know you. I see you in the chat. <laughs> yeah, I would switch up a couple of things. So Sawan, you're not doing anything that most people don't do, especially real estate investors. Um, we typically see a Home Depot card and a Lowe's card. So the first thing I would do is switch up your marketing spend. So if you're doing online marketing. Um, if you're doing radio marketing, TV marketing, that's what triggers for the business gold. It gives you four times points. But a lot of real estate investors, they're like, well, I don't really care about the points. I need cash back. Well, Amex just came out with a deal, which I've been doing recently, is I have enough points. A lot of us do because we have a really high amount of spend, right? So I can cash out my points at a one-to-one -one ratio. So just say you have a million points and you're like, I don't need any more points. With the business platinum and the business checking account with American Express, I can cash out 100,000 of my points to $1,000. One-to-one ratio. You can't do that unless you have a uh, Charles Schwab personal platinum, which is 1.1 into your Charles Schwab brokerage. So even if I wanted to cash out my points, now for Sawan, if he's trying to get a lot of value back at Lowe's and Home Depot, uh, you kind of heard it earlier, Sawan. There are ways that you can use certain cards, such as the Chase Inc. business cash card. You can go to uh, an office supply store and buy the Lowe's gift cards and buy the Home Depot gift cards and get five times points back. Right. And then use the gift cards at Home Depot and Lowe's. So there's many other ways that you can do it. But th those would be my quick shifts and uh, suggestions. And I hope they're paying attention, man. I don't, I don't think they're paying attention, Brian. I don't think they're paying attention. You're giving away the game right now, man. Who else That's we got? To do, bro. Who else we got? Miss Lori came off a chat. Who else? I've seen somebody else come off a of, uh, mute. I'm trying to hear y'all experience. Who got some experience with the business credit? How did it help your business or hurt your business? Let's talk about it. Hey, uh, so I, I purchased uh, my first property um with the business credit and didn't have a plan and uh see a lot of times and y'all were just talking about it earlier you know it's sexy to to get into the the vibe of what we hear people say but you can also lose this as you can gain you know and so what happened for me although i was able to maintain uh maintain the property you know, in the mindset of not having a plan, but thinking I can trust people to 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 do it. You know, I messed my credit up, right? But however, still was able to to pay the bills. But it's like I didn't have a plan because I was excited, right? And I was just like, oh man, it's it's real estate. I'm a real estate investor, but you need to have a plan. That's just like starting a business without having a plan. You know, you can mess yourself up really, really bad. But however. I got into the deal. I still got the property, 
but I would always advise, make sure you have a plan, a mentor, a mentor behind the mentor to make sure that you're checking off all things uh, financial to making sure that you have a backup plan if something goes wrong and make sure that you have uh, money if uh, repairs go wrong. You got to have somebody that knows a lot more about you before you even think about participating in credit or in business, and that'll save you a whole lot more money. And uh, that's my share. I'm Derek Motherfunder Young, and I'm done speaking. Man, I'm now, O'Neal, what's going on? Now, O'Neal, I did, uh, I did use my platinum last year for, um, for a, uh, of course, my baby. Crying. I did use my platinum last year to fund a transactional funding deal for one of my students. Uh, they had a, they had a small deal that they were, they got on a contract for like, it was like thirty grand, and they had resold it for like sixty, and so they wanted to double close. So I ended up calling Amex, and they sent me a, uh, a check. Um, and I took down the check to uh, to the attorney's office to close it out. So that was oh, that was beneficial. Oh, you gotta break this joint down, man. I don't, you know, I've been doing this shit a little while. I never heard nobody do that. So let's see, you know, throw that back. Let's redo that again. So you did. So you call Amex. You said, "Hey, I need a, I need thirty thousand or whatever that number is. Maybe thirty five because you have to pay for closing." And they sent you a check in the in the mail. Yeah. So they essentially. Essentially, they sent my essentially they sent my credit um, as a form of a check um, because you know the attorney's not going to take a credit card. Right. So they yeah they sent the check and I took the check down to the attorney's office and you know of course the next day I got my I got my wire for the um, I let the, I let American Express know about my transaction and how it works and so um, the next day when I got my wire I spread it off and I got my uh, my interest. So how much was the fees for that for that? Did they do like a certain fee or wouldn't even no fee? So my my transactional fee on that one right there was twenty five hundred bucks. Um, that's kind of high compared to the amount of money, but on that particular transaction, that's what I got is twenty five hundred bucks on that particular transaction fee. So you paid twenty five hundred for thirty. So you got thirty thousand. You got like a little bit more. I'm so sorry. What was that? I'm sorry, O'Neal. I'm trying to do three things. Oh yeah, don't don't let your wife slap you, man. Just you know, it might be that might be you might have to handle that first. <laughs> so that's not a bad place. So he he paid twenty five hundred for thirty thousand. No, I got paid twenty five hundred to lend. Thank you. That's all. Oh, actually, can I get a can I get a cheese sandwich? <laughs> oh my my man ordering some food. <laughs> I thought you was ordering wifey food. I was about to say this man finna get a whole slap, man. A cheese Danish. Yeah, to get that cheese Danish shit. Boy, he's a cheese Danish. With business credit. With business credit. With some teas and crumpets. What card are you using, bro? <laughs> he might be using. Some hey, tools. the kid. The kids need their food in the morning. So whenever I drop the kid, the kid, the other kids off at school, you hear her crying. So they, they need they need their little snack. Yeah, so why I got them kids? You buy one of the, you know, few people that I know got more kids than me. You got five, right? I think he got five kids. But uh but Brian, you you heard of that before? You could break that down? Yeah, I mean it's kinda of going in the chat. Uh what I heard is you spent on your business platinum and Amex sent a check out to the, the attorney. Um and somewhere in between that, either it was a convenience, Amex just said, hey, cool, 
we'll, we'll handle it for you. Or you heard it in the chat. Uh, it sounds like some type of advance or they're just, there was some type of transaction. If there wasn't, it sounds more like a convenience. Like, hey, you need this check paid out. Uh, we will credit you out. It, it sounds complex, but yeah, I've heard of it. But um, yeah, I, I think it's more of an advanced play for some people. That's a nice Do- play though. Dr. Brian, could it have been a balance transfer check or no? Yeah, Amex doesn't typically do balance transfer checks, but because uh, they don't have balance transfer options on their business credit card, so yeah, I was about to say uh, I don't think it's a balance transfer. Oh yeah, Amex got you, got you. Yeah, I think I know Chase do the balance transfer. Who else you know do the balance transfer checks? Because that's another way to buy Wells things. Fargo. Um, you just call them up, say, "Hey, I need a balance transfer checks to transfer the balance," and they send you a checkbook, and then you use that money to do whatever you're going to do. Yep, Wells, most national banks, so Wells, PNC. So they say Capital uh, One. So Capital One. The thing with Capital One is you can get a business credit card, but it's going to report to your personal. So I know with my Capital One, I just use it as a personal card. I don't use it as a business card. Me too, O'Neal. Yeah. So, There's only one that doesn't report now. Yeah, so I wouldn't it, recommend it, though. So anybody here, if y'all trying to get business credit, Capital One give you a high limit, but that so we're going to report to your personal credit. So use that as a personal credit card, not a business. So don't go ahead and max it out because your credit will drop bad. It's <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> the same business. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had that experience for sure. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff to know, though. That's hey, good stuff to know. That's a gem right there because you're going to get in the mail, maybe ten, twelve thousand. 12000 you max that joint out, <laughs> your credit will drop. You're going to be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, that's how I found out for sure. Cause I didn't know before. Okay. What's up, Mr. Alvin? Was, I was spending, man, about I was spending about 15, 12 to fifteen thousand every forty-five days on studio work, right? And so I said, man, this is ridiculous. And I uh I asked my my camera guy, how can we how can, what can we do about this? He said, we can just buy your own stuff. So I put all that stuff on business credit. Picked up the phone, called a guy. I got, um, I don't know what the interest rate is on it, but it's saving me so much money on my marketing costs that that, that video wall I got was 28000 We bought all kind of cameras, about $40,000 worth of stuff, but I would have spent that money in four months. So now I'll just finance that out over a year and be done with it. So that's business credit. That sounds uh, way better than coming out your pocket. Way better. Way better. And you don't get nothing out of the deal. <laughs> And you leave empty-handed. Boy, you feel like you just... Uh-uh. Rape. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's do that quick reset, Dallas. All right, man. I want to just ask a question uh, before we reset right here. Uh, how do you want it? Ooh. Uh. Uh. Let's get back to Tupac for a little while. I be thinking, I be thinking you wanna you wanna rap, man. Yeah, like that has turned on his Tupac voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, not like, like you trying to spit uh, something. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute, Dallas. <laughs> Where we went with this? I ain't busting no flows. <laughs> I'm gonna stand on the ground with ten toes. Oh uh, no, I ain't gonna give y'all that. I ain't gonna give y'all that. <laughs> Let me find out. We need to just everybody just need to freestyle in the mornings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all remember that one, man? That's when old Tupac was taking pictures with. Janet Jackson, you know, you had to get out there and get it. 
Hey, man, let's get this thing reset. We got to reset. We got to reset. How many shares we got? 73. I was born in 1973, which means next year in January, I'm going to be 50 years old. I know. I know. Black don't crack. I appreciate that. Listen up. I need you to get that over 100 because we're going to keep it 100 in here in increments of 100. Let's get it over 100. Then we're going to get it over 200. Then we're going to get it over 300. How do you do that? I'm glad you asked. Press on the square where the arrow was pointing up. And when it's up, then it's stuck. I need you to share it in the clubhouse hallways. Share it also by pinging people from boring rooms. Share it also by texting out the link. Share it on all of your socials. If you have not joined the club, I want to give you the opportunity to do that right now. Press on the green mansion at the top of your screen so that you can be kept abreast and in the know of all things business over breakfast. My sister from another mister is not here this morning because she's traveling to Houston where the B.O.B. morning crew are getting together this weekend and we turning all the way up. Big fan. How do you want it? You got to be in the building. We can't wait. We're going to the Rentalpreneur, sponsored by TJ to Johnny. It's going to be off the freaking chain this weekend, Friday and Saturday. B.O.B. takes the stage Friday at 10 a.m. And we want to see you in the building. That's it. That's all. How do you want it? Back to you, O'Neal. Man, that was nice, man. I like that beat, man. Hey, that looks you a different type of guy. <laughs> Different type of guy <laughs> But man well, let's get back to it So what we got going on in the chat is Everybody said um, city and state where it's from Put what you do if you're an entrepreneur Put entrepreneur, teacher, investor So we can make sure we, we uh, leverage in the room that we're in Make sure you're networking if you're here So somebody can you know know what you're doing You may have somebody in the room that, that have something that you need You know, you may need a website Somebody may be a website creator So make sure you're leveraging the room that you're in uh, and networking at all times. So let's get back to this conversation, man. We got Mr. Herman in the building. You with us right now? Hey, family. How y'all doing? Man, I love what y'all doing. Y'all talking about business credit early in the morning. Yes, oh, sir. Yes, sir. What you got to say about this topic, man? Listen, my brother. And um, you Lake Charles, man. We got to connect, man. <laughs> yeah, Lake Charles, New Orleans, and Baton Rouge. Hey, that's so me. I tell people this all the time, right? That business credit changed my life about 15 years ago. Let us hear, man. This is why. Tell us the story. Man, listen. You're looking at my bio. You're going to see that I was fucking nerded out. Seven college degrees, uh, business, accounting, finance, attended Berkeley, Ohio, a number of community colleges, even McNeese State University in um, Lake Charles, right? So I'm working. I'm thinking that education is the way to go. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with education. But listen, when somebody showed me that you can leverage your personal credit into the business world, it was over with, right? The first time I did it, all they told me to do was get lender compliant. Lender compliant basically is you get your uh, uh, office, you have a, a professional email, website, all of that stuff. So I got all that lined up, got an occupational license, leveraged my personal credit, which was good, into the business world. And they give me over $100,000, right? And I was that was it. From there... Once I learned that and learned how to add the net 30s and everything else, um, I opened up three CDL schools to give me a million dollars for dump trucks in one month during COVID, right? Um, uh, lines of credit from several different banks equal over a million dollars. I felt like a goddamn fool. I went and got all those degrees and didn't get nothing but, but debt. Then I turned around and just leveraged this, and they gave me access to credit and capital. And I it never turned around, never looked back. 
So what I did was I started helping other people to do the same thing. And it worked. I'm thinking I'm special because I got these degrees. I've been in the Marines and everything else. I'm thinking I'm special. And come to find out, they give it to everybody, everybody that followed the blueprint. So that's what's going on, man. I love what you got going on here because you're educating people about the power of business credit, how you can leverage it from your business. And then it's like monopoly. You get money and then you can do your things. If you mess up, you can file bankruptcy. And then like Trump, you could do it all over again. So, man, I love the topic. And that's what I think about it. Hey, you gotta you gotta that break down that last story, part. <laughs> you gotta break down that last part. So it wasn't you, regular. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta break down that last part. So let's just say, uh, Herman, um, you fuck up, right? You about to do a project, you just spent hundred k on business credit. You just can't afford the payments no more. The interest freedom ran out. What would you do next? Okay, so I'm gonna keep it a, a thousand with y'all. Y'all got the replays on. <laughs> We do, but we but, but it, it, we can, you can go however you want it to go. <laughs> so so listen. The first time I got that money, I went hog wild, right? I opened up a, a company called Imaging Mobile Systems, and so I hired some people. And then I'm I'm big dad. I'm calling shots. So I hired this person. Said, listen, I need you to pay all my bills, pay my corporate bills, pay my my regular bills. Well, little did I know, the lady got sick. Um, she got cancer, so she was taking my money and she was paying her own bills, trying to trying to stay alive. It didn't work. She she wound up passing away, so I'm crying because I got two bad bills on there. I got a American Express business card on my damn personal credit now because it wasn't being paid. Then I also have the automobile. I bought them to go out and do imaging stuff, so I got an automobile uh, on my my credit, personal credit, and I got American Express business card on my personal credit. So I, I listened to somebody. They told me go ahead and file and, and you know you know tell the people what happened, get your police report. So I did that. That shit didn't work. So I got with some other people. They they showed me how to get it off my credit, right? A sweep. So I ain't had nothing to lose. My wife's shaking like a bad pair of dice, and so um, I did it. And 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 the car came off. <laughs> Nissan. I'll never forget that. And also uh, the American Express business card. I think the business card had probably probably about. Twenty thousand of debt on it. The automobile was like maybe twenty five thousand or something like that. And when they swept that stuff off my credit, my credit jumped back up because everything else was good. That was the only thing she wasn't paying. And man, that's when I was able to access that capital. Because if I had that stuff on my credit, they would have walked me, ran me, tossed me out of the bank, right? So some people, it's it's um, how can I say? Some people are against credit sweeps, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not gonna ever tell nobody not to do it after I seen what happened to me. So once they took that off, I was able to go into uh, Fidelity Bank down here in New Orleans, Louisiana, and they gave me they gave me three hundred thousand dollars. They didn't see the sweep. They accepted also with the authorized users because they're using a different FICO system. So it happened for me. Then I turned around and helped, helped my friend out and his wife. They was on welfare and I swept their credit, added some authorized trade lines and they gave that family one hundred and forty thousand dollars. So that's keeping it real, you all. People, you know, some people talk about credit. They talk about this, that, and other. But I'm going to tell you from personal experience, this shit worked for me. All right? That's me. So you said, what about that bankruptcy situation? How did you uh, navigate that? Beautiful. So I want you to, that's, that's I'm not. I'm trying to know all the tea. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. So in this chat, in this room, there's people that, they know people that can get that stuff done. You got me? I have a team that, that's what they do. We subcontract that out. Um, I got some people in New York and I got some people in California, but that's what they do. They charge about 15, but, you know, they're they, they good. And I back people, but I'll give you your money back if it don't happen. So that's how my name is so good, you know. So basically you do the bankruptcy, right? 
for the fifteen grand, and they, 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 and then you just move on. Shit, that's worth the whole bag. That, and also you can get the bankruptcies off. That's 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 the American Ooh. way. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it that way. You know? The American, American it, way. Love it or leave American. it alone. Mm-hmm. American way. Now we talking. I'm just you know. Hey man, American I know somebody. Way, I know somebody in this room got some bankruptcy. So <laughs> y'all make sure y'all, y'all contact this man here, man. Uh, no, that's that's and, and, really and good. I know a lot of people also. The people that got it, you're like, man, fifteen grand a lot. It's really not a lot because if you removed it, you can get. No, like, no, no. It's, it was fifteen hundred. Oh, fifteen hundred. Yeah, and Ooh. it might still feel this a lot. It's really not. You know, you got yeah, a lot yeah, to gain. To it, it, listen, if I would have listened to somebody and didn't get that thing swept, man, I was I would probably be working in somebody's office trying to pay off all of this debt. I'm this is the God honest truth. If somebody was like, no, you don't know those people, you know, you know what I'm saying? They might beat you out your money or whatever. You know how people get. Man, I did that. Especially and never, where we from? Never look back. Everything never. a scam. Where we from? Um. Now, this is my question. No, just, just for the people. Now, when you say credit sweep, what is that exactly? Is that doing like the police report and all that? How, how was that? No, I don't. I didn't do the police report on here. Here, they basically uh, reported nothing was yours. Nothing was yours. It was. It happened. It was, uh, somebody did identity or some bullshit. So, like I said, it's controversial. That's why I asked about the replay. So, it worked for me. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Gotcha. Can gotcha. I jump in that real quick? Yeah, yeah, real quick. Well, hold mm-hmm. on, real quick. Because the reason I asked it, because I know some, I know for a while people was doing like the fake or police reports and all that. So I just wanted to know. I just know. Yeah, I've I never done that um, thing. I filed a real police report, and that shit didn't work. So I never went that route again. <laughs> yeah, you know? I just wanted to know because I, you know, protect the people. I know that's illegal, right? To file a fake release, police reports. And yeah, and some girl in Houston or Texas got in a world of trouble because she was doing it for people for their uh for their reports. So gotcha. yeah, yeah, they yeah. had kicked back on that. So now I don't think they're doing it as protect much. the people in the BOB. That's all. Amen. That's it. That's it. All right, Jess, you had something to say? What's going on? Morning, everybody. Um, I just wanted to touch base on what Herman was talking about. Uh absolutely right. Um, that's how I figured out the game years ago. There's a dude in the barbershop charging 1500 to 3000 to sweep your credit. And I'm glad that y'all actually just touched on that as far as the police reports and all that. It's like that chicken Houston that got caught up because people been doing this. Been doing it. <laughs> I used to call it gray area, right? Because that ain't something you really want to be trying to sell. But some of these people like that chicken Houston was actually selling this information. And that's why she really got jammed up with those fake police reports. And I'm just putting it out there, that thing, that can also be done without police reports. Um, but that's where a lot of people get jammed up. But it definitely will sweep your credit. And like he said, this is things happening. You'll see everything fall off your name on one day. And then all you got to do is build it up after. It's kind of like a bankruptcy without actually doing it. And what's happening is, you know, Herman, I think they're trying to change all of that right now. So that's why I was telling anybody that was working with their credit, whatever you're doing, authorized users, all those things, do it now. Because they are definitely actively trying to change that stuff. But he's 100%. I got a question for Herman and Jess. So let's just say you did a credit sweep the legal way and you got a car, house, etc. What happens to that? I'm sorry, say it again, my friend. So let's just say you do the credit sweep the legal way. Now, mm-hmm. What happens if you got a car in your credit, the house in your credit, uh, you know, things like that. What happens to those things? Okay, so I, I like this is this is what's going on. This is uh one thousand as the kids say. No, I'm no longer a kid. So I swept that off my credit, I wanna say, ooh, about five, six years ago. And people always say, Oh, it's gonna come back, it's gonna come back. None of that shit ever comes back. But this is back. the thing. I can't go to Nissan and, and say, uh, 
give me a goddamn top of the line car. And I can't go to American Express and say, hey, I'm, are we all good? And they will be like, look at me like, man, you better get the hell out of here. So it never came back on my stuff. So people always say, oh, it's going to come back. I've never had that uh, have that issue. But that's not really your question, I, I imagine. No, and no, no. So, so if you had a car loan on your credit and you do the credit sweep, it's just all that, like the loan go away or you still got to pay it? Nah, you're still paying it. It's just not showing no more. Correct. Oh, shit. You're That's, that brother's correct. Listen, showing. this is the thing. Hey, right? man. Y'all might well, put some well, let me, let me tell you, let me tell you what happened. So I swept that stuff off. Uh, the people were looking for the car way back then. They stopped. So the fucking car's still here. And it's, <laughs> the payment's not on there. And I'm not recommending this shit. I'm not in your room recommending it. Anything right. to do, horrible. But, I'm, and, but the brother's right. I took them some student loans off of my stuff, but I still owe those goddamn student loans. Mm -hmm. It just don't show up on your credit is what it's the just, brother's saying. It's just like a collection, right? If you get a collection removed, it's not showing up, right? Still some of these collections, I've never seen it come back, but it will come back if you try to go get credit from them same people. Let's say you got an old Sprint bill and they got a collection out that you got off. But if you go back to Sprint and they run your social, I've seen it go back on your name from somebody trying to go back to them. So you're absolutely right. You just can't go back to that company. But you got to think, it's 100 million banks out here. Yeah, people are crazy, though. Why would you? You just remove something <laughs> from T-Mobile. You about to well, go back over there? That is idiot. Oh, Very my bold. God. Why do people do that? <laughs> and it's one of those things, like, to be honest, like, when Herman was even, I was, I was sitting here listening to see if he was even going to go there with it. Because that was something that you keep it for family, close friends, associates. You know what I'm saying? That ain't something you really want to be trying to sell. But people have been trying to sell it, and that's why they've been getting jammed up. Hey, man, I'm happy y'all said that. I'm happy y'all said what y'all said to protect the people. It's all good. So this is, there, there is ways to do it. So if you got a bankruptcy, bankruptcy still hope. Man. And it don't take seven I just years. I want to add one last thing about the bankruptcy. Um especially for my people, right? Because I got family that have been through this. We It's a misconception when it comes to the bankruptcy where a lot of us are go for the bankruptcy and you know, you got the, uh, you got the uh, stain on your name for seven years, stuff like that, right? But realistically, when you go to court for bankruptcy, that whole process could take four months, six months, and then they discharging all of the debt as soon as you're done. Now, the reason why people stay in a messed up position is because they don't understand. All you have to do is build it after that. So if you just got everything discharged, it's just like a sweep, except it's bankruptcy. You have a bankruptcy stain on your name. The older that bankruptcy is, the less is going to weigh on your name. So it's all about just adding more positive things. So if I just came out of a fresh bankruptcy and got 100K discharged, but now I just added 50K in all positive accounts, authorized users, whatever it is. You got car loans, just anything positive. You got 10 positive accounts and one negative stain, your score is going to be in the sevens, and you just went through bankruptcy this year. And the older that your score gets, that bankruptcy is going to weigh less. It's just people kind of get discouraged when they see the bankruptcy and don't think they can go build. Now, granted, you're not going to go to Amex and go get the platinum after you just got bankruptcy, but if you take your own money, go grab five secure cars, go get three, four trade lines, you'll be in position. Very fast. I like what y'all saying, bro. Y'all helping brother, the people. Absolutely right. As time goes by, it's, it lessens and lessens, especially if they see in the interim you've been paying your bills, you've been doing the stuff you're doing. You're just not running game. Every time you, you get good, you, you you file for another bankruptcy. So this brother is absolutely 1,000% correct. So I got a mm -hmm. question, man. I got a question. Who has the solution? So it seems like y'all got the solution for bankruptcy. Who's got the solution to remove 
Late payments on active accounts. <laughs> Who has that solution? Go off that. But to be honest, you just got to oh. take the whole account off. That's what I, I have never met nobody that has way. that solution. And sometimes right, so, the bank could do it for you if you uh, negotiate. Goodwill letter. Go ahead. No, no, he's right. He's absolutely right. I've always just took the whole thing off because it's and just add uh, uh, authorized with double the limit on there to do it. But I ran into somebody and we're testing them now. They said that they can do the, the one late payment. I'm tested. It's in, it's in beta testing because I'm not going to ever put my, my neck on the chopping block for something I haven't done myself. So just like I jumped out there with the sweep, I'm jumping out there with the person that says that they can do they can do the one removal. So I'm with the other brother though. I've always just removed the whole goddamn account because it's negative. You don't when you're taking somebody for funding, you don't want any too many inquiries. No I, I prefer very little, and I want no derogatories on your file. And then we can go to the bank. How you but, get that but he's bang. right though. I I usually do the whole the whole file got to go. Yeah. Well, you can do the negotiation though when you make the payment. So like, right. Um, yeah, so let's say that you let's say that you're 30 days late on your credit card, and then boom, that you know that triggers the you know the late payment uh, on your credit score. Before you make the payment, just give them a call and say, "Hey, look, I'm about to make the payment. I'm about to pay it in full. Whatever you're about to do, you know, I just want you to remove the uh, you know I just want you to remove the ding from my credit, and um, ask them to send it in an email so that way you have proof of it when you need to go to dispute it or something like that later if it doesn't." And, uh, and bada boom, bada bang. You know, I've uh, honestly, I've had that done for myself, you know, uh, several times. Oof. I hope y'all getting so gems this morning. Yeah, Shit. man, what's going oh, on? Oh, oh. Hold on, we got to hit it again, man, because yeah, I don't think they're paying attention, Byron, man. I don't think they're paying attention, You man. know what, hey. honestly, though, hold on, real, real quick, real, real quick. I ain't going to lie to you, see? Y'all, now y'all talking credit. Credit expert talk. If y'all can do me a favor and talk credit dummy talk, I think y'all gonna help a lot of people in the room. We talking dummy talk? Well, no, <laughs> no, no, because some of that stuff going over my head respectfully. Old, you know oh, what I'm saying? So, so I'm dummy. I'm dummy. I need, I need this shit broken the fuck down respectfully. I'm just saying. They talking credit talking guru right now, huh? Yeah, they try. They talking credit guru language. I'm like, wait fucking a minute. Your head up right you know, now. Huh? Yeah, what, what they, you know, I'm excited, but I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What it am I excited good, about? But it's it good. sound good. Yeah, you know. Bring that shit down for the third graders, bro. They gotta unlearn everything we've been taught. Oh my god! I was just gonna say how this relates to the topic because we got a lot of people in here, 345 people, and if you just jumped in, you're wondering how does this relate? They missed the whole first part, right? 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 So just simplistically, and we can go into the credit talk for 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 a moment. But if everyone is in here, because I see the chat rolling, and it's like. Okay, I have no idea. How does this? Can y'all talk about business credit? The who, reason who, why per- this Herman, I want I want to know who's who's speaking real quick. This it's is Doctor Brian. What's going on? What's hey, going on? Doctor, how you hey. doing, man? I hadn't seen you in a long time. Yeah, and, what's going and on? Right? I love what because those those two they have to go together. This is why yeah. you have to have your personal credit optimized. You got to have the beginning we're right. Saying, we're not talking to school, exactly. and then you you transfer it into the business world. Why? Because if you have a new business. You have no revenue. You have no income. You have none of that. So I have to look at your past history to get an idea if I want to take a risk on you. So Dr. Brian is absolutely right. We have to kind of define why we're talking about personal credit. Why is it so important that you optimize your personal credit score and then you leverage it into the business world? I'm sorry, doctor. Go ahead. This is the first step. You got to get that personal right before you get to that business. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I'll just keep it short and sweet. I mean, for everyone, because there's so many conflicting topics out here. You'll see the TikToks, you'll see the 
the Instagram reels, you'll see clubhouse rooms, and it seems so easy. I've heard how many times, just go get a Chase Business Inc. card. It ain't but that, it ain't that just, sweet. It ain't that you sweet. You just can't go in there. <laughs> you can't just go in there and just pick it up. Make sure your, pro, <laughs> right your credit profile got to be right. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of why we was um going so hard on the personal profile. Like I tell people, score means nothing. So it's you can have a pretty 760, out, but it means nothing. So you want to build the profile up because once you have these high limit accounts on your name, hey, just right, just you before you go too far, how do how do they build a profile? Right, we yeah, gotta we gotta talk dummy. We gotta talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so no, we gotta no, wait, data wait, wait, points. Wait, wait. We gotta look at the data points. Man. We got a right. seven sixty and my seven sixty. That shit don't, don't mean, mean nothing. Shit. That don't mean nothing. Look, it's all about the profile. You ain't got fifty thousand to hundred in credit. And you what got does that mean? <laughs> all right, so all right, so when I'm saying accounts, you want to get. Accounts so, on your name. Just before you right? go too far, so you got to, uh, uh, let me say this real quick. The banks, when it comes to business credit, the score matters, but it really don't matter. Nope. The score matters, but the profile matters. Profile right. matters. The score, gets you past, the score gets you past the electronic, you know, um, you know, like you're not approved. You know what I mean? Once you get that, yes, then they want to break down, okay, what's your profile looking like to let you know, hey... You get two thousand, or hey, you get twenty five thousand. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Justin. the score is like eye candy. I don't know. Back in my day, right, you might have seen somebody, and then they look real good to you, and then when you took them out on that first date, they wasn't. It it just wasn't like it looked, right? So it's the same thing. Your score starts the conversation, but you but when they open that profile, it don't we're looking like whether we're gonna keep dating you or not. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to put it. Is that dummy enough, Byron? That's dummy yeah. enough, man. I appreciate I appreciate the dummy breakdown. I appreciate that, y'all. Respectfully. Definitely not trying to talk over nobody's head. Sure. Yeah, but go ahead, Just You was on the roll, man. I just had to, oh, no, I had to interrupt with that. Yeah, it's all good. Um, basically, that's why building that personal profile is important because, like he said, once they look in there, a lot of these underwriters have rules where they can go up to five times the amount of your highest trade line, right? And so I think it was Dr. Brian that said it. It's really... Once you understand the process, it really is that easy. You know what I mean? Like some people, like you said, they doing these TikToks and these Instagram reels to make it sound like maybe it's too good to be true. Nah, it really is that good when you build that personal profile. Like there's a few people that we all know out there. I ain't going to say no names, but that's how they built their whole business. When it comes to saying I can get you business funding, they're basically telling you I'm going to personally guarantee help you get leverage your personal credit to get business credit. And most of these people, like Herman said, they won't even deal with you if you don't meet the requirements on your profile. But the difference is when I do it, I'm teaching people how to go do it themselves. These people will go do it for you and then get 10 percent on the they back. That 10 percent. Right. So that's why yep. when they say when you see those ads saying, hey, get up to 200,000 in business funding, sign up. But they ain't even letting you sign up if you don't meet the requirements. And now they just went and got you 200, but you owe them 20. 20 so I'm doing it different. You know what I'm saying? I'm teaching you how to do it yourself. So I would be kind of charging up front, but it wouldn't be nothing like that. But that's really the goal. I was like the net thirties and the vendor accounts is great. You want that as a second layer. But if you just have started your LLC yesterday, you can walk in the bank and go get 50,000. If your personal profile meets the requirements. And that's why you have to build it out. Having, you know, four or less inquiries in the past six months, no late payments, nothing derogatory. Like he said, if it is, it's got to be at least two years old. Everything for business credit is two years. So I always tell people, until you got an account managed for two years, you ain't even in the game yet. 
underwriting is not even taking it serious. But let's say you have a $25,000 card on your personal profile. They might give you a hundred. That's attractive. Now, granted, That's attractive. Business credit is definitely relationship based. So you're not going to walk in the bank that you don't have a relationship with and get a hundred off the top, but you definitely will go get 30. I was able to get with that Chase Business Inc. They gave me 29 off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that was at 50 now. Love it, I, love a it, question. I got a quick question. It's Dallas. So what's best in building your personal credit to go over to business credit? Is it best to do high dollar secure cards? Or no, 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 no secure cards. You want old oh, age, oh. high limits, old age, yep. high limits. So, so authorized users? No, because all right, every bank is different when it comes to that. Certain banks will go in there like Chase. They don't care about your authorized users like that. It's you can have account. them on there. Yeah, but they're not basing it off of that. The smaller banks around your town, they might base it off of that. So you you really want to have primaries. That's what you want to have, your own account. But the authorized users do help because it just makes your profile look better. Man, this guy's dropping sauce. So I'm yeah, going to give you a real story. This is a real true story, right? So I've been... I've, since I was doing good, right, the governor gave me an award, SBA gave me an award, somebody I grew up with, been knowing him forever, he said, I'm serious this time, because I tried to help him before, he said, I'm serious, because we're on welfare, we, you know, we're living off plate to plate, and that means they're selling plates to, to, to live, right, and when the weather's bad, or when it's storming, they can't sell any plates, long story short, um, we swept the wife's, we swept his, and he had opened a corporation, like the brother said, he had opened a corporation a couple of years ago when he was serious then. So we, we got the corporation back activated, took that off, and, and we added authorized users, right? We added to, to both the wife and to his profile. And then we took him to the bank down here in Louisiana called Fidelity. And the family got 148000 She got about eighty. He got the rest. And then they went and bought some, uh, I think they bought a real place to sell food out of. He bought some trucks because I was in the trucking business. And uh, I think they bought a Janet King. And the people moved into a five-bedroom house, uh, and they never looked back, right? They never looked back. So this brother is absolutely right. It depends on the bank. This bank took authorized users. Every bank done. Some of them upgraded to the, to the most recent FICOs, so they don't even recognize that. But there's still opportunity out there is what the brother was saying. But I'm going to tell you all something, and this is y'all saying it but not saying it. You're watching YouTube. You're doing X, Y, and Z. You need to get you a mentor. You get somebody that's, that know what they're doing because your credit, this is too important to kind of mess it up. So my, I, I agree with my brother. You Depending on what you, where you're going and who you go with, but for the most part, you have those how you need those high limits because that's going to get you comparable credit. They're going to give you what you had. If you have a 25, they can give you three to five times what you have on the business side, not on the personal side, on the business side. I'm Herman and I'm done speaking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, 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 before we go, man, if y'all, if y'all feel this conversation, man, let me see some flames in the chat, man. They driving too much shit right now, man. I don't think y'all understand what's going on. They're giving y'all the whole blueprint so y'all can take this information and use it today. Are y'all catching what are y'all catching what they're putting down or y'all not? Hey Byron. I wanted to add on. Go ahead, you got Something. it. This is Jay's so um like, I told my kids, man, credit is like the rich dad we never had. You know? So what I did was I did the net 30 of my accounts, building my business credit. But what I did to pivot on that was I took one other credit card that I had on the personal side which was my American Express, and I wasn't using it. So I took 
uh, about 8000 and I transfer it to my business. They allow you to take that line of credit and put it on your business. And that boosted my, my business credit right after that. That's another hack that you can do if you have a credit card that you're not using. Thank you for that share. I want to hear from Xavier, man. You here in the building, man? You've been going hard in the chat. Xavier, you there? So, um, Byron said to keep things really, really simple. Um, when you guys talked about having that that profile, you want a foundation, and essentially they want to know that you can handle different types of accounts. So you do need account mix. You need installment accounts and revolving accounts. Absolutely. Installment accounts will have a beginning date and the end date. That'll be like your car loans, um, your student loans, your your home, your your your, your home, things like that. A personal loan. So you need installment accounts. Hopefully, one is over three years. Um, you definitely need some um, revolving accounts, which is your credit cards. So that account mix is crucial. Your age is crucial. They also want to know that you have experience. So no one's going to hire you to be an executive when you've only been a cashier. They want to know that you've worked at this for a while. So you should have over four to five years on average. And that's worth 75 points. You also need to obviously um, keep your utilization low. That's worth 150 points. And you definitely need to have your payment history be pristine. That's 175 points. Your payment history has to be on time over 97% of the time. And just one late payment can, <clears throat> sorry, I have a cold. One late payment can take you down to about 92%. So, um, just all in all, you need to pay on time. You need to keep your utilization low. You need to have some variety, like having account mix. And you need to have good account age, which is really, really, really important um, that most people overlook. And you need to keep your inquiries low. And that's your profile. That's why it doesn't really matter what your score is. Um, you can have a phantom score that looks like a 750 or so, but they need to know, like, do you have substance? That's like a, a woman looking great, but she has no substance at all. Like, you might want to talk to her, but then you take out to dinner, you're like, oh, oh my God. You ain't got like, shit to talk about, huh? Yeah, like, it, it ends there. Pretty so face, no conversation. That's why you need um, to have a good credit profile and not just having a, a great score. Hey. Man, he didn't get that, that whole profile, the, yeah, man. Yeah, man, he did that third grade level, man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. Hey, O'Neal, I, 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 I'm not an expert, but I do have a story. Man, let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. Is it a good story or a bad story? It's a good story. Okay, let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. All right. So um, you, recently we did uh, uh, an event in Nashville at a five-star resort. And if I had to rely on, you know, the cash that I had or, or my personal credit, it wouldn't have gotten done. So we had to... Um, so we, you know, we built up our business credit uh, over some months and years. And uh, one of the things that we used the business credit for was to make sure that all the deposits were paid so that we can actually put the event on. Um, and you see my, my PTR with ET? Very, very nice guy. I mean, ultra nice guy. Now, you can't meet a nicer guy. But if his fee wasn't paid, he ain't speaking. Okay, so we had to put his we had we used um, business credit for his deposit. The contract said um, everything must be paid or he does not go on. So before he went on, he was paid. So everything was was good there. Now here's the thing: even with business credit, uh, doing something at a five star 
um, um, event space, um, it still wasn't enough. But this is what I've learned over the years. I didn't know it to be true, but I tried it and it worked. And I don't know how it all comes together, but um, the hotel extended me based on whatever they looked at when I filled out their application, they extended about 300,000 in vendor credit so that we could do, you know, the entire, um, do the entire event. And uh, Kelly Russell, if she's still in here, um, she did all of our swag. And Kelly said, everybody's rich on Clubhouse until it comes time to pay for something. So You're 100% <laughs> right about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to make sure Kelly was paid. <laughs> okay. And so here's, and, and here's some of the, here's some of the benefits from that. Okay. Now, E.T., when he spoke, okay, because we also use business credit to make sure that we put down payments on the videographers that were there, top-notch people. So when E.T. was speaking, when he, when he was wrapping up, he actually mentioned he used my program, the pill method, to pay off his mortgage in four years, and we captured that. Okay, so business credit is is all through this. And not only that, but we turn that into a commercial and I'll give you guys a link to that uh, commercial. But that is going great guns. That commercial is going to pay for everything. Um, and uh, let's see what, what some other benefits, because I, I believe that I have a really good message and we have good content. But who's going to listen to you if there's no credibility? So um, I think it's. Um, um, who was it? Anthony Glenn that says, I think he said something like introduce yourself and keep doing it until other people start to introduce you. So, you know, if you don't have a stage, if and nobody's inviting you to a stage, create a stage. So we created a stage message got out. Uncle Alvin is in the building. Okay. He actually came because of everything that's going on. And then I got invited to speak at his event. I'm going to be there in Dallas uh, next month. Um, and the points, you know, I, I'm not a millionaire. Uh, uh, I'm not a millionaire, but guess, guess what? I'm a points millionaire. M my wife and I are going to fly first class off the points. So there's a lot of benefits. Like I said, I'm not an expert. I'm just, I'm just learning how to, you know, leverage all of this stuff. And now my um, speaking engagements are coming in because somebody heard me at a, a five-star event uh, with, with speakers that came in like Ashley V. Wilkerson, Jonathan Bing, Jay Matthew, Anthony Glenn, um, Otis James, and, um, and Eric Thomas. And I just happened to be in the mix. And since I put it on, I got to speak too. And, it, and, and all of that matters, but it wouldn't have gotten done without business credit. So that's my that's my business credit story. Hey man, we happy you got it done, man. It's a beautiful story, beautiful story. We got Amber Jones in the building. What you gotta say about this topic, Ms. Amber? Hey, good morning, everyone. Thank y'all for inviting me. Um, business credit helps your business in so many different ways. People How to help your business. Office. How to help your business. <laughs> it helped my business when I first started out. My business was only two weeks old, and my local credit union gave me a $40,000 line of credit and a $25,000 credit card. And then I went to two other credit unions and did the same thing. 
Um, and it kind of gave me a boost to be able to leverage uh, marketing-wise just to be able to expand in a way that we wouldn't have starting out. So I tell people all the time, make sure we have a plan, of course, to use that business credit. Um, but that was really good because even when you're starting out, certain credit unions and smaller banks, they don't report to business credit. So if you do have higher limits on those cards, um, it won't report to the business credit. So just knowing what companies actually report to business credit uh, will really benefit you from a score standpoint. And a lot of people say, you know, as far as personal credit, do I leverage that? When you do build business credit, you can always start other businesses. People have multiple businesses. Um, but if your personal credit score stays high, whatever is going on with one business is separate. So for instance, like Chase, you can have a $25,000 limit, $40,000 limit, different business credit cards, and you could take a complete other business and go and get at least $100,000 in business credit. So I do say when people do have a plan and you do build your personal credit um, from a business credit standpoint, you can do so many things. But once again, just got to be smart with it. But that's exactly how it helped my business start. Now I was able to get that money. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta back it up a little. You said, <laughs> some, you said something real good. I was, I was gonna touch on it, but you touched on it. So, <laughs> so you do one business. So you got one business. Mm -hmm. You say you got three Chase cards: one twenty, one forty, one thirty, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So once you have that one business that has those three Chase cards, you can start a brand new business and get high limits. That's yep, as long as your personal credit score is high. So, for instance, it's hundreds of banks. So if you want to go to Bank of America. They're going to pull your personal credit and look at that specific business. So if you start, let's say, a real estate business, um, you can have a lot of different credit cards. But if this is a new business, they're going to look at that business credit and we know how to build, you know, vendor accounts and et cetera. But if your personal credit stays high, they're going to give you minimum 100000 every time. So they look at your personal credit and that specific business business credit. So if you have another business with, you know, limits that you're utilizing for real estate, whatever it is, it doesn't matter as long as your personal credit stays clear and high and you have some type of credit on the other one they'll give it to you Man, i don't think they understand what's going on no, so I, ain't, I, ain't no, I ain't no business credit expert so so with business credit i think sometimes you know you start talking about it right uh what what all is needed for like the business like what are they looking at are they looking at like you have we just EI broke that down, man. Where you been? I, I was I was missing it. You so was you here. Have, <laughs> you probably would pay attention. Yeah. So you have you EIN. And, and, so you have EIN, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's what they looking at. Like it's just they running the EIN or they looking Hannibal, at Hannibal. Hannibal, break it down again. Hannibal, you broke yeah, it down man, about ten minutes ago. It's a lot. Hannibal, what's up? How are you? What's up, everybody? Break it down for him one more time, man. So yeah, it's please see. You got people that missed that, like me. <laughs> that's a fair question and, and just like byron said to keep it really you know third grader is so much you need you need credibility um being that you're you're trying not to be to a point where you're you know personally liable for this stuff but they need to know if something happens if you default who what where do i go after is there is this a business is this a real business is there a phone number to call that's not somebody's cell phone does this have an address that's not just a P.O. box, right? Does it, does it have a website? Is there an email that's not just a Gmail? It's like credibility factors. Um, you need to have your EIN, of course. You need to have your entity. Sorry, I'm, my nose is so stuffed up, guys. Man, you we ain't worried about that nose, man. Just keep talking, <laughs> man. Keep talking. <laughs> you need to have all these. Um, you need to have your presence. You need to have like uh, Google My Business or, or um, Y-E-X-T. Um, 
yext. Um, you just need to have a presence online in different places so they know that you're a legit business. Um, if you need a phone number, you can go to like freedompop.com or anything like that to get a toll-free number. I don't use my toll-free number, but for credibility underwriting purposes, you need it or you just don't look credible. So you just you definitely need to have your entity, you need to have your DUNS number um, and, your, and your Paydex score from having um, at least five different accounts reporting. You'll get a Paydex score from Dun and Bradstreet, which is dmb.com. Some people feel like you have to pay for it. You don't. It's free. It's absolutely free when you go to dmb.com. Um, you definitely need to track what your scores are. Um, so you should either use, um, you can use different things like, um, damn it, why am I forgetting? Why am I catching a blank? Nav. Um, you nav, can use nav, nav. nav. Yeah. You can use Nav. Um, you can also use My Score IQ that has a, a, a business credit tracking thing. But yeah, you have um, all these different things that you need to establish to have business credit. And you definitely need to um, either... It's an infancy when you first start. So you either need to personally guarantee it, which is the expeditious way, or you need to build out your profile, you know, organically. So you need to decide which is more important to you. Um, do you want to do this fast and simple to a larger extent, or do you want to do the slow building out process? This is just like on the personal side. If you turn 18, you can't go get that, I don't know, car or something like that. You need to be co-signed by your parents. You're essentially the parent for your business unless you slowly built out that profile with having um, vendor accounts, tier one accounts, tier two accounts, tier three accounts. They need to know that you have a track record of paying multiple people on time and you have to pay early. I mean, you have to pay on time. There's um, a distinction between business credit and personal credit. You don't have the consumer laws to help us remove stuff, even if you're wrong. On the personal side, if you were late, if you were dead ass late, if you had collections, I could remove that because of consumer protection laws where everything has to be accurate and verifiable. That stuff is not on the business side. So you have to do it right the first time. And um, if you don't pay on the pay that scores from zero to hundred, if you pay on time, it's going to be like 80. If you pay early, it's going to be like 90. If you don't pay on time, it's less. You can't afford not to pay on time. And it does require investment. Some people hear business credit. And for some reason that equates to them, like there's no investment. There's a lot of investment, right? If you're building out organically, you need to have five different um, uh, trade lines reporting to even get a paydex score. And all of them have minimums that they want to have you order to report. It might be $50, $75, $100. So if you have five lines at $100, per that's month. $500 a month. That's $500 a month in at least three months. That's that's what? $1,500, right? That's an investment. Um, you might have to buy stuff that you all don't, shit you don't even like need. You don't need it. You don't feel like you need all that lights on, right? Even though it's COVID, you don't got to buy whiteboards and shit. Right? Shit, you. So, um, there is investment, um, for sure. So you got to do it the right way, and definitely you should be getting mentorship and guidance. You should be talking to Herman, Dr. Brian. You should be talking to O'Neill, people like that that are great in the space that can guide you through doing this properly. But it's not, it's not, um, it's a lot required. Um, a lot of logistics, a lot of background underwriting things that you need. Um, sequencing is very important, just like Dr. Brian always says. Um. It's the order in which you do stuff. So all those things need to be taken care of and then so. But I'll leave something to say. No, no, he's absolutely right. Let me tell you about the tier system because you're you're saying tier, and I know the people in the audience they don't know what that is understanding (laughs) when they say tier. And then I need to I need to weigh into the debate about the tier system, whether to use the tier system or not, right? So first and foremost, there's different types of credit. When we say business credit, 
um, there's different segments. This is what I mean. We've been talking about the part where you personally guarantee um, your business, right? Pretty much when I told you the story of how I first got started, I leveraged my personal credit into the business world. I didn't do the net 30s, the, the U-Lines, the Grangers, um, the Home Depots, all of those stuff. That's a sequence that my brother Hannibal was talking about. Hey, Herman, so if me, you can, just tell them the difference between business credit and like corporate credit so they can know the difference. Like it's, it's, it's not the same thing. Good, good. So let me let me let me break that down for you. I think so a lot first, of people get that confused. I know they they really do. So the first part is that when we, we all talk about business credit, I want you to think of as a, as an umbrella. When somebody says business credit, it is an umbrella, and I'm gonna take you through every step that I went through. Right. So the first step I went through is to leverage my personal credit. I had a brand new business; it wasn't even open thirty days, and so when I contacted Wells Fargo, I'm scared to death to tell these people that I just opened up two weeks ago. And so I'm thinking they're not going to give me anything. So they asked me how long you've been open. And I'm telling you, I'm about to tell them years and some shit. This is what I was taught in school that you had to be open two years or whatever. So before I can get it out of my mouth, they had pulled up the secretary of state and see, Oh, I, we see you just been open two weeks. And I'm like, is that going to be a problem? They said, no. So the first type of business credit is that you personally, it's the credit cards. You're going after business credit cards, right? And you don't want to stay away from Capital One and Discovery and some of, of Navy Federal products because they report on your personal side. We're looking for business credit that doesn't report on your personal side because that's going to hurt your utilization. You're going to need that later. So the first thing I teach people is that there's business credit, but those are the business credit cards. And that's the ones I told you I got. And, I, and that's the ones a lot of us is talking about right now because you don't have to be in business. You don't need financials, income statement, none of that. You just need to look like a business, as my brother Hannibal was stating earlier. The second thing, now this is where it changes over at. When you're going into the banks to get those lines of credit. So this is where the distinction that when I told you earlier, I got the business credit cards and I've also went in and got the bank lines of credit. The bank is going to be looking for some 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 information on you, as my brother was saying. So there's two types. There's no, no, you don't have to state. You just state what you made. So when I bought that family in there to get that money, 148000 and they said that they their business had been in business and they made stuff, they just stated it and they got the money. But now when you go past 50,000 uh, or 80,000, they start asking for documentation, right? So this is the business credit that deals with- Here we go. This is TJ Tajani. And Flame is an expert at that. And also uh, Brother Don, right? Brother Don, Uncle Don himself is having a seminar in, in Orlando on September the 8th. And they're, they're going to be breaking this thing down. I'll be speaking. Some other people will be speaking. But this is what the difference is between the different business credits. There's the business credit cards. There's the lines of credit. And then that's what Hannibal was talking about is the tier system. Tier one, I go to tier eight in my book, but tier four gets you the money. And what a tier is that you apply to Uline, Granger, everything else. And let me tell you how important that is because people will be on this app talking, talking noise and not backing it up. So there's something the federal government pulls your SBSS score. You have to hear this. It's a scoring system that they look at is a is a blend. Right. It is a blend between your personal experience and your business experience. This is what the small business administration look for. You look it up. I tell people you don't have to listen to what I say. There's Google is your best friend. Look up SBSS score. Right. And that is where they're going to blend both your personal and your business score because people because you can always fake your personal. But it's going to be hard to fake both of them. 
So this is why the tier system. So first time somebody tell you, oh, don't listen to that shit. Don't do your tier system. You ask them, what about my SBSS score? How's these, how's the SBA and other people are going to score me if I don't get the tier system in place? It's akin to you asking somebody for credit on the business side and they're looking at you have never done business with anybody in the United States of America. So the federal government got smart under SBSS and said, listen, we need the blend of your personal credit score from experience and your business experience score. So that is the vendor lines of credit. That is the tier system. Now, what you were talking earlier, corporate credit is totally different. You don't have to personal guarantee anything, but you have to have revenue coming in. And different banks and different corporations expect you to have millions of revenue because the revenue is going to carry the company and not your personal, you personally guarantee it. So there's business credit from the personal side with, with, with you leverage your personal into the business world and get those business credit cards. The sequencing that doctor talked about is very important. And then there's going into the bank, like Flame talked about, going and get those lines of credit. Third is you do do that vendor account. Don't listen to these fools on here telling you not to do the vendor accounts when the federal government is going to look for it under SBSS. So do that, fill it out. And lastly, Uncle Don, own it that talks about corporate credit on this app. I'm talking about how to build it out. The only person got multi-million dollar IPO based on corporate credit and to where you do not need, you do not need your personal, to personal guarantee it when you have uh, millions of dollars coming in. So when you all leave here today, I want you all to be cognizant of there's different types of business credit, but somebody talking to you have to be specific. I'm going to end right here. You're going to see you, TikTok, YouTube. They're going to say, I'm going to get you $100,000 worth of uh, business credit, no personal guarantee. They're not talking money. They're talking, I'm going to get you a Home Depot. I'm going to get you a Sam's. I'm going to get you about 700 different uh, things saying you got that credit. That's not cash. In order for you to get the cash, you need to show revenue or you need to have a a, a built-out profile in order to get that. And both of them will get you a higher amount. I hope that's cleared it up for you for his corporate credit and business credit and all the different conversations we be having. Thank you. There's levels to this. Hey, I, I have a quick question. Did, did y'all did y'all go over uh, Hold on one second. having a right? I just, I just had to do that real quick. I'm sorry. You can get back to it. Oh, no no problem. Appreciate it. Did y'all go over um, having a right NAX code, a non-risky one from Jump? Cause that just nah, we in. didn't. But about you it. can break that down if you want to. Well, Hannibal Hannibal could probably talk yeah. about it better than me. Let's I said that in the chat. <laughs> let's let's if you can repeat it because that's good. Uh, you know, a lot of people they start a new business, they want to put investments, properties, holdings, or whatever. So what? Man, don't put real estate. Let's that's talk about. Say. I know everybody's in the real estate rooms. You can put real estate consultant or something like that. What the brother put, talking I just about. put enterprise. Yes, well, yes. I, put I, an well, enterprise. Do yeah, not do enterprise. the real estate. What happens is this is cycles. Somebody said there's levels to this game. They're absolutely right. It goes in cycles. I'm going to use trucking for an example, right? So at one time, uh, trucking was considered like risky. And then when everybody needed trucks during this COVID, we were not considered risky anymore. So what happens is you can Google the, the most riskiest NACE codes, right? And real estate is in there. And sometimes some banks will do trucks, some won't. And that'll give you an idea. So this is what I first did. I opened up a medical company because medical companies got the most amount of money. So the first time they gave me that money, right, I built out everything I told you all. My personal credit was where it needed to be. And then um, I leveraged it into the business world. What I didn't say, this brother brought it up, is that I chose 
uh, industry that gets the most funding. And that was medical at the time. I did a medical imaging mobile come where I scanned elderly people who couldn't leave the house or whatever the case might be. And so he's absolutely right. You do not want to be picking something because a lot of people come to me and want to get funding for real estate. And there's nothing wrong with it. But don't put that down there that you're a real estate thing because the banks are going to run. They got slaughtered in 2008, 2009 with this real estate. And they're still shaking like a bad pair of dice when you roll in there talking about you're the next uh, Grant Cardone or some goddamn body. So you're absolutely right. Pick your nice code that's not in the high risk so you can Google that. Okay. So we got to stop with the pretty names and get... Use the names that get to the bag. That's that's what you're saying. Yeah, you, it's the code. It's a nace and um. Yeah, it's the code. There's an industry, a sick code, and nace code is what he's saying. You want to use that because some banks will pull it up. They want to yeah, know yeah. exactly what industry you're in. As it, yeah, it's usually yeah, like with six to eight digit code once you when you form your LLC. That is yeah, absolutely yeah, they right. Code. And, and, and the if you don't is, choose one, they choose it for it, you, which is not good. That you ain't good. Choose one that's vague and not a problematic, um, one not a high risk one. Even my industry, credit is is high risk. Um, because it has a risk of chargebacks and things like that. So you want to have a right, a, a good name that's vague, consulting. Um, you don't want to have financing, funding, real estate, pharmaceuticals, all that type of stuff. So someone yeah, else is the, speaking, the, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's right. Oh, no I problem. do that. I do credit. I help people with their personal, their business credit, and I help them go get funding, but I put it under education. You got me? Because I, I own education with CDL schools and everything else based on business credit. So in my thing, I put education for us, the uh, credit thing. So Hannibal's exactly right. That's high risk when you put that on there because so much shit been going, excuse me, so much stuff been going on in the credit world with, with people taking people money and scamming. So as soon as you say credit, they look at you sideways and everything else. Mm -hmm. But when you say coaching or credit uh, or education, financial literacy, you can get funded under the credit uh, umbrella. In fact, we just got a line of $250,000 using uh, my company, Cred Assembly. That's the one that helps you with the personal credit, business credit. And I'm going to give you all this because y'all in this room. I'm going to give you all, everybody a free, this is absolutely free for everybody that's in this room. If you in this room, B.O.B., and you haven't touched that that little greenhouse at the top, you are, you, you're messed up. Because every time these people open up the room, they bring in financial literacy. They're bringing financial literacy. So at this time, take a second. I know you got you. And you hit that greenhouse next to business over breakfast, and you'll be notified every time these brothers open up this room to bring the financial jewels, gems, and sauce to you. So with that being said, um, the company, you get a free business scan, absolutely free. It's Cred Assembly. I'm going to put it in the stuff, and it's going to tell you all the things that Hannibal was saying. You need an EIN. You need that. And if you don't have it, go here and get it. Or you need a, a professional address. Go here. You have an email. You need a business plan. Go here do that. And the whole resource is free. It's a company called Cred Assembly. You do free business scan. I put the software in there because that's what helped me 15 years ago to not turn back. So I'm going to put it in the chat. It's called Cred Assembly. But again, I'm going to end it right here, and I'm going to be quiet because I'm doing, I'm, I'm overtook the app, right? This thing is absolutely doable. Absolutely doable. When people from welfare went to middle-class America, the game was over with. Absolutely game. But we live in a capitalistic system. You have to access capital. You have to access capital. We've been notoriously denied accessing capital, so it's been a struggle with us. But now, thanks to this room, Thanks to these brothers, this is it is changing. Financial literacy is the top of the, the food chain here. And that's why I absolutely, I absolutely love this room. All right. Thank you. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and mm -hmm. no, Appreciate we, that. We Appreciate that. So, Same here. Hey, so if you uh if you fuck up like I did and put the wrong NAX code, you can go back and amend your tax return uh for the past three years to change it. 
uh, just be careful that if you're if you're going with a bank that specifically asks for what the next code is or something like that or, or what you're doing and you tell them you're doing something or you have a code that's too far away from what you actually do and you're applying for you know bank loans with that like those are federal loans federal banks then that's technically fraud so just try to pick what code, code did you have Malika? I had uh I had like real estate like property management. So I applied for one business like property management and another one for like construction, right? Um and there's some codes I could put that are closer to that range, you know, that kind of deal with what I do, like in the marketing realm or other types of things. But that was the first time I ran across a bank that actually asked it. for what the well, they didn't pull it, but the, their application was the first time it ever happened. Their application actually asked what your code is, right? So I couldn't put a different code because that would be fraud. Right. And you, obviously, I can't, you know, I can't do that. So <laughs> I put the right code and they, they denied it. And they basically, they denied it based on we don't lend to this this specific type of industry. So, it, it, you know, that's all. And uh, Malachi, since you're still on the <laughs> mic, how does, how does business credit help your business when it comes to new construction and all that stuff? Oh, it's a game changer. Uh, Talk to us about it. Game changer. Uh, so for me, uh, everything I do was I, I build. I, I do new construction. I build homes to rent in opportunity zones. Having business credit essentially allows me to not use any of my money from beginning to end. So anytime you you build, you need a down payment portion of your loan. If you're getting a construction loan, I mean, if you're getting a lot loan. Those are typically like five years with a 15-year arm or something, and they typically want 20% down. You have business credit. You can use your business credit for 20% down, and the bank will finance the 80%. Then when you roll that into a construction loan, they give you equity. They, they use the equity in your lot loan for the construction loan, so you can use the equity as your down payment. But if you don't have enough, you can, again, go back to the line of credit or the business credit and now you have a construction loan that you haven't used any of your money for. And then when you build out, uh, you get a permanent loan at the end. You do a cash out refi and you get all your money back and you just pay the lines off. So having lines of credit and a HELOC, especially the HELOC, I know that's, that's personal and not business, but I would say if you have a, a, a home with a lot of equity in it, obviously get a HELOC for it, same thing. Um, and especially if, if that HELOC is um, like, if you if you have a spouse and both of and neither one of you are on the same debt, so my wife and I we make sure we're never on the same debt, so it's not counted against our DTIs twice. Uh, so if you have your your personal home under one spouse and then you have a HELOC on it, you can max that HELOC out to heaven's end, and the the banks will never know about it because it's coming up under your spouse's credit. When you go apply for stuff, they never see that you've drawn that money down. So you don't even have to do the trick of, you know, taking it out too much early and letting it sit there and season, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's a money source that you're pulling from that they don't know about. So those lines of credit in that HELOC essentially allow me to, to build homes for free and never use bank financing. I still use it anyway to keep the relationships with the bank, but I don't have to. Hey, can I ask a question? Got it. Hey, uh, first of all, let me say, man, that, you know, I've only been on this platform a short time, man, and I've seen a lot of people uh, talking about business credits. But I want to say this is very, this has very, been a very uh, enlightening uh, uh, presentation uh, this morning and uh, very credible information. And uh, even myself, 
who's usually skeptical, uh, have learned. And, um, you know, to whoever can help me, man, I got a thousand dollars right now for a one-on-one. But, um, um, I heard, uh, Mr. Uncle Herman said that, uh, uh, I'm in the real estate business. And at one time I had, uh, pre great recession, I had a million dollar line of credit and, uh, you, you guys know what happened, uh, after 2008. And so since then, um, I've been living off of my seed corn. I've been, you know, taking my money, sell something, put the money back in the business, buy something else, sell something, money back in the business. That's a slow way to grow. Um, do any of you have any experience in, and uh, I'm in, I'm in the land business and I, uh, I, you know, I develop lots and I sell to builders and developers and there's not very much, there's a lot of money for, out there for vertical construction, but there's not many much money out there for, uh, horizontal or land development. Do you guys have any experience in getting lines of credit or can you give me any advice on structuring my business where I can use lines of credit to, uh, put in infrastructure, uh, so in other words, lot improvement for builders and developers. That's what I'm going after. Understand my question? Anybody? Not not a hundred percent, but uh so so listen to this and let me tell you something. I got that money, I didn't have a business. I look like a business, right? So I took my first hundred something thousand and I put it into the stock market because I do cover calls, I do options and everything else, and I wanted to use that money to pay the note back. So when you get your line of credit, you could pretty much use it for whatever the hell you want to. I was I'm, this, this room is a blessing. I'm going to tell y'all why. I had a, I got a $5 million line of credit, right? And they only looked at, and I didn't know shit about building. I'm not going to sit here and act like I, I could build. I can't build Legos. I'm not going to even lie to you. So they looked at the same shit. They looked at me and my wife's personal credit, right? My wife has an 850 FICO across the board. She don't play about her shit, right? So they looked at me and her credit. I added her for a reason. And that's what I wanted to tell you. If your credit is jacked up, you need to get you a credit partner and that shit will still go through. And then they looked at the business stuff and we built the business stuff out because we know what they're going to look for. So with you, it's the same thing. You either get you a business partner. If your personal credit is messed up, you get a credit partner. And as far as the lines of credit, you use it for what you want. So when you when you listen to people and you get those these business credit cards and they give Bank of America first business credit card to me, brand new business, $50,000. You can do that multiple times with different companies. You just have to know how to sequence it. So you can get the lines of credit and you and you can still move forward even though you got jacked up before. What you use the money for is as long as it's business related. So I bought my first four lots with business credit, with these lines of credit, and we started building on that. But what I use it for is my business as long as I pay it back. That's the issue. When you don't pay back the money, it's a major issue. But if you're paying back, nobody cares what you did with the money. So that's for anybody, not just him. And you were asking about this here, and I'm going to give this to everybody. It's called CredSembly, C-R-E-D-S-E-M-B-L-Y.com. It's going to tell you what you need to do to look to get funded. It's going to tell you, hey, do this. And at the end of it, it's going to tell you you qualify for SBA, you qualify for credit cards, you qualify for all of that. So this brother here, I'm glad you brought that question up because you, when you get those lines of credit with business credit cards, you can move that money into uh, uh take money off of those cards and then do what you want to do with it i promise you the first thing i did with my money was put it into the market to pay back those those loans from bank of america and everybody else but that's me i'm not telling you to do that you can take your money and you can invest it 
The problem is going to come in is if you don't pay those people back, then you're going to have problems. I'm Herman and I'm done speaking. Say the website one more time if somebody can put in the chat. Yes, cred, C-R-E-D, assembly, S-E-M-B-L-Y.com, credsembly.com. I'm going to put it in there, but it gives you a free business scan. This is for everybody in this B.O.B. room. You will get a free business scan that's going to tell you what you need. In case you don't get the replays, you don't get the clip, you just came in here lately, you need that thing Hannibal was talking about. You need a, a professional a website. You need a .com. Uh, that not a Y mail, Gmail, or uh, six nine six nine. You're gonna need um, your your website. You're gonna need a business plan. It don't have to be big. It could be one page. In case somebody asks you about what you're doing, right? Uh, occupation license changed my life. When I first learned how to do this almost 15 years ago, the person asked for occupation license and only that I was listed in 411. I got approved. I couldn't believe it. I got approved for a 25,000 piece of equipment that I needed, right? And that's all they looked at. But you want to have everything already done. You want to have what's called lender compliance on the business credit side. You want to look like a business, even though I hadn't brought no revenue in. So the other brother said, yes, you're still going to need money to look like a business. I tell people it's like a pimp, right? The pimp get a Cadillac, he get jewelry, he get the walking stick, everything else to attract those ladies to whatever business he's doing. Well, we know what business he's doing. Same thing in the business world. You got to look like a pimp. You need to have either a storefront, or you need to have a virtual address, a virtual office. You need to have a phone listed in 411. You need to be in the Secretary of State in good standing. You need to have your EIN paperwork that have your business name the same as everything else. Everything has to match. You're looking like that pimp or you're looking like that business. And then with that good personal profile, not good credit score, great personal profile, they're going to give you money. They need to lend this money out. They ain't holding it. They, the money don't make they money. Gotta deploy that. They have to lend it. Man, you said a whole mouthful, man. To answer his question, I I use my lines uh, to buy lots all the time. Um, it really comes in handy when uh, buying it, buying them from wholesalers uh, or uh, or auctions, tax auctions from the bank because they always typically uh, require cash. The bank never asks what you're doing with the money, and it actually helps you, uh, especially at the tax auction, because they like to see you use the lines so you can go, you know get the money, use it, and put it right back or whatever, and it helps, you know, with whatever ratio they use because they see you using the money. So it's been very helpful. Right. So, so the, but to put in, to put in water lines and sewer lines and sidewalks, i.e. improvements on raw land, I mean, it take, it's pretty capital intensive. And, and like I said, up until this point, I've been using my own cash. That's a, And it's been a very slow way to grow. Um, so yeah, I, use, I use my lines for all of those things. All right. Well, hey, I need a one-on-one how much you charge me for a one-on-one to go all the way through this? <laughs> it, it, it's nothing to go through. Do what Hannibal and, and Herman is saying to get the lines of credit. Let, let, Join think, the world community right at the top. Join the world community. A line of credit is cash. So oh. you, yes, right. yeah. cash. Thank you, Herman. Thank you. So yeah, uh, when he tells you to get that Bank of America gave me $50,000 and I took it off of the card, put it into the market, which they, that's the best way to do it because before the people charged me all that money to do it. But I got that cash. And then I was able to buy stuff, buy cars, buy whatever, hire people. But the line of credit is cash. So what he's telling you. So I put the link in there, credsimbly.com. Go there, sign up, and they're going to take care of you, of you. And that's for free to give all of that stuff. You keep trying to give the money away. There's nothing wrong with it. And people here will take it. Don't get me wrong. But my brother's absolutely right. You go to credsimbly.com. Take that analysis. It's going to tell you what you need to do. And then there's a team behind that to walk you through it if you need somebody to hold your hand.
So that's my that's my thing to you. But if you just want to send me a thousand dollars, shit. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to fast forward it, brother. I just want to get bogged down, but I, I'll go there. I'll start there first. Chris, simply, just... I put it in the app. They're going to pick you up and they're going to help you. They're, I'm telling everybody, not just you, they're going to help everybody because we need this. That's why I'm so helpful. I'm first I see in the room and I'm thinking maybe they're not they're not on topic. I got here, man. Y'all been dropping so hey, much. Hey, we on song, game, man. We on game. I absolutely love it. We appreciate you for sure. I just wanted to add now, one now, thing. Now, 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 what you should do real quick is get get with them to get those business credit cards so after you get the land and then you got to pay for those infrastructure repairs and thing improvements and things like that you pay for those with your credit card so you can get the points on stuff you would have spent money on anyway and then you use your line of credit to pay that off we got to share the room man they're dropping too much right now they're dropping I want way to say too the much difference between the line of credit and the business credit cards though for the people listening so the business credit cards You've been hearing us talk about the personal guarantee. That can get you in the door with that all day. But those lines of credit, they're basing that off of the revenue of your business. You got to have some income. Sure. Yep. So you got to have some income. And they might only do, some banks is doing 10, some banks is doing 20%, some banks is doing 30. So that means you need to be showing 300000 in revenue to get thirty grand cash. So so I just want people to understand so, that. The right, minimum so line the of credit thing. usually is 10, 10 grand, right? Like, as you look at the minimum? So I'm gonna share this to you. I'm, I'm even with the replays. I'm just gonna hope my banker's not in here, right? So the first time, <laughs> what this brother said, he's absolutely right, a thousand percent right. My banker told me this. So my banker said, "Listen, if you want a hundred thousand from us, you need to show five hundred because we do twenty percent of gross, right?" And so I said, "Well, what do y'all do for verified?" They said, "Well, you put it on there. Don't don't worry about the verification part. This was this bank. So of course, all of my businesses did over half a million dollars, whether they did it or not. And each one of them got." at least $100,000, uh, basically. And they didn't do anything. They didn't pull my uh, my taxes. They didn't pull anything. They just basically, she was basically telling me it was well, no business revenue, exactly. But every sure. bank is different. That's a bar. Some, that's right. Some banks will only go up to 50, and some banks will go higher. So it depends on the institution. It really depends if they need to lend that money out to make more money. If they're hurting right now, they'll do it. If not, then they won't. So Basically, just you, right, you want right to ask what their requirements right. for you to apply. Don't just be applying. Amen. Man, somebody that's said it, that. man. That's that all you key. gotta do, man. That is the key. That's why I always recommend Amen, going for those Amen. cards first, too. Hey, to, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I need, I need to talk about. I was saying I always recommend to go for the cards first because a lot of us get caught up in. I want a line of credit. I want to go get the cash, but that's harder to get. When you know how to pull that cash off of the put card, in the account, then go get it. Right. You just yes. got approved for a zero percent APR for eighteen months. Now you just got a free fifty thousand to go flip. So do so. Also, you want to let that money sit. So let's just say you got twenty thousand on a credit card. So typically, the bank asks for a few months of bank statements. So you want to put like fifteen thousand one month, fifteen thousand another month. They put the remainder the last month, so you have it look like you consistently deposit money. So you don't want to just put the thirty thousand in one month and just try to go get it. Is that correct? One more so, time. So I'm you want to consistently good. put deposit money in the account. The account that you're gonna use to get the line of credit. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you don't want to just put thirty thousand in one month and try to go get it and not show no. a consistent deposit. So make so sure y'all take deposits and the consistency, like you said. Yeah. Exactly. So there's two things to let me. I want to clear that up because I don't want y'all to leave. So one thing, if you're a brand new business, and many of us are a black-owned business, brand new business, right? You don't have any money, so you you just not. So it's just gonna be based on your personal credit and you tying it into the business world. When I tell y'all. They gave me 130 on business credit cards. I only took 110. I was acting, 
I, I, I had put my nose up. First, I ain't had nothing. It's acting like you then ain't they needed, huh? me 1.30 and I act like I had options. And so that's the first part of that, right? <laughs> you in that bougie. <laughs> Y'all know that's how I go. And so Absolutely. I, 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 I didn't look thirsty. And I took it off of the business credit cards and I put it into uh, the bank and then I put it into the brokerage company. But this is the thing that when you said that it made me think about something, there's something called a, a bank rating. And the bank rating is what you're what you're referring to, you need to have at least five digits, 10,000 to 39,000 to get a low five bank rate. This is the bank telling on you. So they can't tell the other institutions, the SBFE, Small Business Financial Exchange, they collect data on you. So when you tell somebody, oh, I have X amount in the bank, they go to that place, SBFE, and they see what's that person's bank rating. That bank rating tells that, that institution how much in deposit, how much in money you have in there. So you can't be on these applications just saying willy nilly, I got, you know, half a million in the bank or whatever, because they're going to go to this this exchange, SBFE, and the SBFE is going to give a bank rating. They can't tell how much you have in your bank. This on the business side. They're going to say that guy has a bank rating of five, low five. Low five means you have between 10,000 and, and 39,000. When you have a bank rating of a low five or higher, they'll give you more money. When you have less than 10,000 or 1,000 or 300, they're not going to give you a lot of uh, capital. You'll still get some, but people don't don't know that. And so what if you got a hundred? Exchange. Go ahead. What if you got a hundred? So what if good, you got a hundred? A hundred is going to give you a low six. It's, look at the digits. That's six digits, right? So between a hundred and hundred and thirty-nine thousand is low six. So that's the more you have in there, but it's got to report for ninety days. That's when they pick it up. Ninety days of of of, of a. That hundred thousand is going to give you a low six, and now you're able to borrow higher amounts of money. You got me, but they're going to check. They're not going to just take your word for it. I don't know why they wouldn't. I would, but they're going to ask the small business financial exchange, "What is this guy's bank rating?" That's the they're telling on you, right? They're going to tell the, the that institution that you have credit a bank rating of a number, and you want that number to be a low five or higher, seven, eight, nine. They're going to give you access to more capital. That's how I was able to get the million dollars worth of dump trucks because I knew they were going to look ask those people about my bank rating. And I made sure money was sitting there for over 90 days. So when they when they called themselves telling on me, they were going to get what they want, was looking for. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of hey, game. Can I make a quick point about uh, the... Uh, add to what uh, Herman was saying. Yeah, let's go to you real quick, Malachi. And, uh, we got, I got something to say to him. Go ahead. No, this is Uncle Don. Go ahead, you got it. Okay, good morning to everybody. Love the room early in the morning. We going right in. Uh, my brother Herman is correct. Uh, but in addition to that, the bank has what people don't talk about, which is a hidden uh, rolling average. And what that means is if you come in and you drop 12,000 into your business account, and then most people in a couple of months apply for credit cards or a line of credit, um, you're gonna get a low limit right off the rip. What you need to do is let that money season for at least 11 months. In addition to that, you don't want you want as less withdrawals as you can have. You want nothing but deposits, even though just a couple of thousand dollars. Now, when that person applies for a credit card or line of credit, he might get 15,000 versus the person that put in even a larger amount but applied for a credit card. Uh, the underwriter looks at it like you, you're trying to treat the bank like a prostitute. So you haven't courted her long enough. You haven't took her to breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and you're already trying to get 
the, the, the kitty. So you need to court the bank, put the deposits in there for a minimum of 11 months to then be able to get a withdrawal and at least get a decent good night kiss. And that way you'll get a larger amount on your um, uh, first uh, line of credit. You won't get the little five and $10,000. The other thing I'm going to talk about, which you don't hear many people discuss here, been doing business credit since 1990. Uh, instead of walking around begging, doing the tier ones and tier twos, as I hear many people talk about, uh, me and my brother Herman are starting to get into this. Uh, I'm gonna give you a gem is you need to position your parent company, uh, and build on that particular one, at least over four years. The sweet spot is between four and six years. You don't want to age corp that's 10, 12, 13 years old. Uh, in my humble opinion, it begins to ask too many questions. Now you need to have a lot of referrals. The banks want to see more tax returns. You've been in business, Byron, 15 years. Who are your customers? But a business from four to six years is still new. Two, three, four million dollars is not a lot of money to a business. Um, so that's the sweet spot that I have found. In addition to that, you want to position yourself to be a data furnisher. And there's a company that I use uh, that will position you to do your own trade lines. So now you're not doing, I've never had a client tell me I was Uncle Don going to get 80,000 uh, from this particular credit card or lender, but we did our research and I'm sorry to tell you, Byron, uh, we noticed you don't have a Granger account. We noticed you didn't open up a U-line or a Wex gas card. I don't do them. Uh, my company, I'm in LA right now. I had a pre IPO party. Uh, everybody talks about receipts on this app. My receipt is a federal, uh, the feds. That's who I use. So I have paperwork documented that show what I did with my company. So at the end of the day, you want to position your company. And the other gem I'll give you for free is one company after you position it and get it strong and get its credit where it's over the $5 million mark. In addition to that now, uh, the late Donald Trump, meaning the late president, he ain't died, uh, his one company has 515 subsidiaries. 515. Does anybody know what a subsidiary is? What that means is your company that I'm speaking about has six years that has a high-ranking uh, paydex score. They have the trade lines that you want. Trump has 515 little babies, if you want to call it, that are piggybacking authorized users, whatever term you want to use, under that large company, which means those companies now can piggyback and borrow and use the parent company credit score. Yeah, use their credit score. But at the same time, the parent company is not liable for the debt of what the subsidiary do. If that ain't a gem, I don't know what else to say to you. This is Uncle Don speaking, giving accurate knowledge. Uh, my seminar will be coming up September 8th, 9th, and 10th. Most of these speakers in here, Herman, uh, Ice, um, ML Billion, I got 17 speakers. Uh, most of them will be speaking, Byron, on business credit, infinite banking, uh, the Queen Benicia, uh, Benicia. I have about, like I said, 17 speakers confirmed. But remember what I said, position your company to be a data furnisher so now you're not begging for people to give you lines of credit you can produce your own lines of credit and position yourself after you do that now you have subsidiaries and all your subsidiaries can piggyback 
on the credit that you got on the parent company, but yet the parent company is not responsible for the debt. If you don't understand that, probably got to go back to middle school. Thank you. Uncle Don. Byron. We got. Can, can, can I chop? Can I go ahead? Can, yeah, we got Malachi. Malachi, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just want to say uh, before they get off topic on it, um, when they were asking about getting money for a new business, I've had it before where a bank did give me money for a brand new business when I showed them that that new business was related to a business I already had and that they would support one another. So it was with a bank that I already had a relationship with. They gave me a line of credit for the new business, even though it had zero projected revenue based on our relationship already. And the fact that I said that new business would support uh, the existing business. And then in the chat, somebody asked, can you use uh, your business credit for personal stuff? Yes, you can, but uh, they, can, they can pierce your corporate veil and risk and open you up to liability where if you get sued, then they can get all your personal assets. So if you do something like that, just make sure you have your, your you in, make sure you send a bill to the business and have the bill technically pay you, the, the business pay you the money out of the company. That way there's a paper trail for it, but don't just, you know, put the personal expense on the credit card or anything like that. No, you have to go a step further than that. That won't hold up in court. Uh, you're on the right track. If you have a LLC, and you want to loan yourself $40,000, you can do that. You need to write out uh, a loan. It needs to also have the interest rate, the same interest rate that the uh, banks would charge in your area. So if the banks are charging 9%, then you need to have it. You need to have it notarized and have a signature uh, as a witness. So you need to, that way you don't get what you just said, uh, King, where you're not commingling funds to where you lose your shield. So you need to have you sign it as the uh, CEO, then you sign it as yourself, and then you have preferably a CPA as a witness and have it notarized, and then you pay the money back with that interest. That's the key that people miss out. You have to put the interest in there, and the interest can't be like a dollar. It has to be competitive with whatever B of A and Wells Fargo. That way you keep yourself out of hot water. Yeah, the, 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 that's true. The interest rate you can use, it can be lower than that. You can use the AR, AFR rate. That's the that's the rate that the government uses. That's so if the I, government comes back and audits you, that's the that's the that's the rate that that they're going to make I mean, you make it at least. I won't have a dis debate with you, but I'm telling you to stay out of trouble because remember, let's be honest, it's you to you. So I mean, you <laughs> why get yourself? Why if Bank if Bank of America is charging nine percent? Just charge 9%. That way it keeps you completely off the court. Gotcha, gotcha. So we know we covered a, a lot of things today, what business credit is, corporate credit, how to get it. So I just want to do a quick scenario before we leave, how to actually make money with this. So Mr. Derek, you there right now? Hey, what's going on, O? What's going on? What's going on? You use business credit right now or you don't? No, I do. Absolutely, I do. Okay, cool, cool. So if you can't let the people know what business you're in and how they can leverages business credit to actually make money in the independent living facilities because that's a lot of well, I don't know if it's passive well I guess you could say there's a lot of passive income that people can use in an easy business to get into so can you say could you explain with the business that you're in and how we could use business credit to get in the business that you're in and scale make a lot you know make a lot of money in a month oh okay um absolutely man I appreciate that um man it's hard to go after any of this stuff I just heard bro so I I will admit I'm a little bit caught off guard because these are so many gems 
about business credit and credit and how you need to be structured. So, but anyway, nevertheless, here we go, right? Um, my name is Derek Forston, guys. I'm from the Orlando, Florida area. And what we do, guys, we essentially house the homeless, right? We, we provide affordable housing, low-income housing, right? And the way that we use business credit, or especially now, because when I first got into this, I didn't know about business credit and all of that stuff. I'll admit, I'm one of those clubhouse baby business credit people. That's kind of how we stumbled upon it. But the way we teach people nowadays, um, which is, again, which I wish I knew that, was now with this business credit, you're able to have the funds to use for first and last, meaning to rent a property. So we teach people how to take folks from homeless to hopeful, right? And we tell folks that if you can't go out and buy a property, you can go out and rent it or lease it. Well, with business credit, I'm able to take that money off of those business credit cards, right, which most of the time are interest-free for 18 to 24 months. And I'm able to use that for first, last security to be able to get into a rental property to now be able to build connections with social workers and case managers to where I'm housing these individuals. And most people think when they hear us talk about, you know, housing the homeless, they're like, Derek, well, how are you making money if you're housing homeless people? Well, these individuals receive a guaranteed income called SSI or SSDI, right? And that's how we're paid, right? So it's a government stipend that they receive every month without fail. So that's how we make the income. And a small example can be a four-bed, two-bath home, right? So like my picture is showing you guys, there is two beds in that room. So for easy math, right, we charge $600 per bed. So we don't rent by the house or by the room. We rent by the bed. So again, using business credit to set all of this up, even turning on the lights and the water and again, the the um, rental payment itself, meaning first payment and also your deposit or, your, or, 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 or they may call it a security deposit. So essentially, I just now started a business with no money out of my pocket and I'm also helping the community. So how great is that to be able to leverage business credit and do something good by housing the homeless a population that a lot of people just simply overlook. And another thing, oh, it allows me to scale it really fast, right? Because right. remember, I'm not buying these properties, oh, I'm renting them. So now I just go and get another property and just keep repeating this process. And all of that can happen from business credit. And I land my plane there. So before- Can before I, can I that, add something, oh. oh? Yeah, hold on real quick. So in that situation, he went from using business credit and would that sit that-, that Sample he said example he said he's making forty eight hundred dollars a month off of one rental house one rental property. So the reason why I asked him to say that 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 um to say what he do is because you can use business credit to get in this and start making forty eight hundred dollars a month and then you use that money to pay the car back and just you keep absolutely you keep repeating that's the process. What we're teaching folks. Yep, that's it. Can I add something? Oh, yeah, go ahead. You got it. Hi, this is Ruby. Um, I'm also a um group home. Um, owner. And there's actually some other programs that you can also get into if you already have a property. So I take care of people with disabilities. So they actually have a completely different waiver outside of their SSI disabilities check that they get monthly. Um, they also get uh, funding um, to be placed in housing. Typically, there's like seven levels. So each level typically starts about $2,000 for the daily rate, and then you get room and board on top of that. Typically, like a level three, it's about $3,500 that you get a month um, as long as they have their own bedroom. Um, What's and the program have, called? Um, so it's, it's, it's a host home. So you can be a host home. You actually do not need to 
um, go to school for it. Anybody can be a host home provider. Um, you get training through an agency, so you want to contact an agency, um, but it's community-based living, and um, each state has different waivers. In Colorado, we have a waiver that's um, the DDD waiver, and on that, they help place them in the home. So basically, um, it's also tax-free, so I don't pay taxes on that as well. You can have... Um, up to three residents. It used to be that you have to have a permit to go above that because then you start going into like assisted living uh, residence um, where you have to be licensed and things like that. But um, now you can be a three bed home. Um, so if you have extra bedrooms and you're willing to take someone with a disability, you can actually um, make about about three to four grand. Um, the higher the level, more behavioral, more hands-on care. Um, but the lower levels, um, right now I have more like age 22. So people coming out of foster care as well that also have intellectual abilities. So they also fall into a different type of community-based living. So you can do all of that once you do get a property or if you have an apartment, you actually don't need to have a home. Um, I actually live with them. Um, so that makes it a little bit easier for me. They still get set up with like day program and things like that. And then I'm more of their advocate for the community. So I have now three residents in my home. Um, I'm actually got approval to be a four bed home um so yeah i just want to add that so with the host home they do per room not per bed right yeah they do per room but each room you're making about uh, you're you're not going to make less than two thousand dollars a month oh, shit. off that per bedroom room? per room and that's host home that's like a website or something uh, no. So you, you basically, you can go to Google and you just want to look for, um, persons with disabilities, host home agencies. So you need to partner up with that. You still have to do your own business filing as an LLC. You still have to do professional liability. Um, you still have to do medication certification, CPR, first aid, all of those things. As long as you have an extra bed, then you're fine. Um, they'll come out the state. You'll basically work with your state and the agency to get placement for these residents. So the agency, basically the um, the state send out an RFP, which is like a report about the person, about what their needs and plan of care is. And then they send it out to all the agencies and the agencies contact all the host home providers. Hey Ruby, what state are you in? I'm in Colorado. See, so I've been doing York, this for about six tricky. years. Hey, man. You also, you got to get those ramps, those wheelchair ramps and everything else, or no? No, you do not. So um, if you want to have a wheelchair accessible home, you can. Um, just know that you'll have like more of a higher care, so you'll also make a, a higher a higher daily rate, depending on the tier level that they fall on. And the age range can be from a, a young adult all the way up to uh, elderly, so you can have a range of different age groups inside of there. You might have to do more training for people under the age of 18. Um, and that's it. But yeah, you can definitely do it as long as you don't have a felony. You're good. So that'll be something that's hands-on and you have to monitor patient care, correctly. Yeah, so I, I monitor patient care. I actually don't do any assisting with daily living outside of just like cooking and med management. Um, but it depends on the RFP, so definitely read into that to see what their plan of care is. Some people have more hands-on care, but they're going to pay you more for that hands-on. I'm actually disabled because I have scoliosis, so I don't do any hands-on care. Um, I just make sure I have more of the younger adults. They're more active, so I do more of the advocating in the community so they can have jobs, do sports. They're in the special olympics and things like that um so that's kind of what i do 
Hey, Ruby, do you manage that process for other people? This is A. Miller at the bottom. So, like, let's say I have the asset. Will your company come in and, like, set it all up and manage it? She um, no. pass so pass my now. company doesn't manage it. Um, you can set up your own company to manage it, or you can reach out to your state. So the agency is really the person that you partner with unless you want to become the agency. So I'm in the process of becoming an agency, but that takes about two years to get. Um, and then you're able to place people. So if you want to do more of that side, um, then you would have to do a whole different level of training. Yeah, because I was just about to ask, that sounds like something that the person that's doing it would require a license to do that because the individuals have disabilities. Is that correct? No, no you do not have to have a license. Um, so each agency has their own training. So you'll pretty much do NBCI, which is non-crisis violent um, intervention training. And then you have your CPR and um, medication administration. But then they have all the way up to like independent living. So for those who have like multi multi um bedroom properties you can actually also have rent to those who have more skills that they can take care of themselves and they just have a cna come in um so if you wanted to do that then you can get government funding for that as well okay wow okay ruby you said it was a two thousand dollar scale all the way up to thirty five thousand for people in the tier um it can go actually up to seven thousand so there's a level seven seven thousand a room yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. But that's that's more hands on than the. That person's probably that person probably has full on care. They're probably blind. They probably can't talk. That person has the like the the, the major. There's not a lot a lot of sevens. But then you're also looking at behaviorals at the same time. So it's not just um just cognitive. It can be behavioral. So that can change it. So right now my house is a level three and four. Those are all of my residents. So yes, my so level that's, three that's, is about thirty-two hundred, and then my other one's about four grand. So that's a constant monitoring situation. Whether you monitoring the CNA coming and going, or that, yeah, it depends on how you want to do it. So if you have a property and you have, like, let's say you have smaller apartments that you want to rent out, you can rent those to people with disabilities that are at an independent level. So you just have to talk to the agency because they're always looking for those types of homes for those who have the skill set to take care of themselves, but they still have like minor supervision. But then they have the in-home care where you're the host home provider. So it's still set up like in a group group home type format. Um, and then yeah, you pretty much just take care of them. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, Derek, I'm, I'm looking for the passive. I, I can't. You got to do a little work with that. I, I, yeah, because I don't. I have to go to the Houston event if I got to make sure. Because, you know, that, the Derek's end is more passive. Exactly. Our, our model, not that I'm against that model, it's just that our model doesn't require any of that. So ours is passive. called ILF, which stands for Independent Living Facility. So our clients must be able to live and thrive without the need for medical staff and or oversight. So I said it and forget it almost, right? So I'm providing the roof over their heads, right? So there's no oversight or staff that's involved with the ILF model. They are completely independent. They cook their own food, they provide their own transportation, and they take their own medications. So that's the little bit of a difference in between the models that she's speaking of. So that's what allows us to be able to start other businesses and get into other things like real estate, vending machines, Turo, and all of these other things that we're into because of our, our residents are completely independent. That's it. That's it. Hey, man. It's been a great conversation. What you, what you thoughts about it, Byron? I know you had a lot of... Your mind was blown this morning, man. What you man. thought about today, man? 
That's what I thought about it. I can't wait for tomorrow, man. Well, you know what I'm saying? I can't wait for, uh, you know, I can't wait to pull up on TJ tomorrow, yeah, it's gonna man. going to be a whole vibe about it, man. What we got tomorrow, TJ? What's going on? You still here? Is he still here? Well, he missed this shot. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking business credit like I do every Friday in my room in the business credit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. You feel me? That's it. That's it. That's it. With the big mic. Hey. You, you know the energy. Hey, we got the biggest business credit room, longest lasting going tomorrow uh, in the Morgan Center at 6 a.m. to, to, uh, to noon Eastern time. Man, come tap in tomorrow. We get busy on the business credit. Hey, it's your anniversary, ain't it, Lois? It is. It's, 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 been, it's been 52 weeks straight come Friday. Uh, so, man, pull up, man. We're going to have an early drink. We're going to have some music, all that. We're going we gonna to have a party. Y'all go a check out Lois, man. We gave you a lot of game today. What, what business credit is, how you can use it, where to get it from, how to make more money with it. So, I think we give you everything y'all need. So, y'all want to check out the replays, y'all got to join the world community. Check that out. Yes, indeed. And uh, what else you got? Yeah. What else you got, Byron? No, nah, I just want to say, man, if you haven't already, make sure that you get your ticket. Make sure that you get your ticket to the Rentalpreneur Summit um, before it sells out. You know what I mean? Um, VIP sold out already. VIP already sold out. You know what I'm saying? So make sure that you, you get, get tickets your ticket. tickets under $100. Yeah. Well, how, what's that code? What's that code? Save Anybody 50 know? or B.O.B. 50. Either one. Yeah. Save 50 or B.O.B. 50. I prefer you use the B.O.B. 50 yeah, so they can know better. what it is. Yeah. yeah be you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We don't get nothing for it, but I'm just saying, you know. But uh, yeah, so yeah, show where you come from. You know what I'm saying? You know, and that's that's valuable. So definitely make sure that you get your ticket. And we also have the virtual tickets as well. Uh, We will be live. You know what I'm saying? Doing business over breakfast in real life. We're gonna be the first ones to kind of kick it off. Man, gonna start it off. You know, so that's gonna be a whole vibe. So make sure y'all pull up. Uh, tomorrow, uh, whether it be virtually or physically, and make sure that you come highlight me. Trying to you see know what I'm you, yeah. You know, what I'm trying saying? to see you, man. Absolutely. Hey, today was a great oh, TJ. show. Oh, TJ, yo, TJ, back in the building now, man. He had disappeared for a little bit. I'm like, man, what's going on, TJ? TJ, man, miss listen, this moment, man. man. Yeah, listen, man. man. Listen, about to man. shut it down, boy. Yeah, I'm ripping and running like crazy right now. You already know what's going. on. We got uh, we got going on, man. Before we get out of here, yes, yes. Uh, well, you know, um, it's a very important weekend upon us. It's a crazy weekend, a, a very special weekend. We got the uh, my first two day conference um, starts tomorrow. Actually, starts tonight because we're doing um, we're doing a pre networking mixer at the at the hotel. So that's starting tonight. But this is a short term rental focused event. Um, a lot of dope speakers flying out. We're going to be focused on. All things acquisition focused on what people should be doing right now to take advantage of the space, to actually thrive in this space, regardless of what's going on in the marketplace. Uh, we have super crazy value that's going to be added, talking about raising capital. Vina's going to be giving, teaching, literally giving a blueprint of how she raised $50 million in, in literally two weeks. Uh, I mean, we just got all kind of crazy craziness going on at this event this weekend. Um, there's going to be a lot of people in the building. I'm excited, and I uh, hope to see every single person there and come say what's up to us for sure. And was that code for the fifty percent off? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Say fifty, say fifty, say fifty, say fifty. Ends, yeah, ends tonight, and I'm not even kidding. Make sure y'all <laughs> check it out. Make sure y'all check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like at six p.m. actually. TJ, yeah. um, someone just asked me um, privately, um, is there a virtual option and, and how to get that? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you go to the site, you'll see a virtual option as well. You can tap in virtually or you can tap in virtually with recordings, which will send out the recordings to the summit um, a couple weeks afterwards. Make sure y'all grab that, man. Look, we asked one thing. I just landed so I can tap What's in What's up, in Ashley? Person. What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so look, if you listen to this right now, you want to listen to more, make sure you go subscribe to the podcast. No Stingy Energy, wherever you listen to your podcast, give us a five-star review if you enjoy the content. Man, we gonna, we got to get out of here, man. We, we got to meet oh, this yeah. shit to get to. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all soon. I got some value today. Let's see some flames in the chat. I got some value today. Let's see some flames in the chat. Y'all see us at the event. Make sure y'all talk to us.